Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Started cracking up over that moonwalked over a million, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, welcome everybody to uh, the Lazy Geeks. Uh, first episode of 2019. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, for those of you listening and those of you keeping score with the home game, uh, we had you guys haven't heard anything new from us for about a month. Uh, for Adam and me, it's been about two and a half months <laughs> since we actually yeah. recorded this thing. Uh, the last one we recorded was, I think, before Thanksgiving, the Stan Lee one, right? And then, yeah, I think it was just before Thanksgiving, yeah. and then that was it after that. We hadn't recorded anything, and then last month, it's been pretty much well documented. Um, so, yeah, so today was pretty interesting, or the day or two, because we are like, okay, so... Okay, so we need to get this done. We need to. I need to re-download Skype. Okay, um, we need to set this up, and then of course Adam breaks his computer with fucking Skype again. No, Skype breaks my fucking computer <laughs> every fucking time. I was pissed. So <laughs> I he texts me all proud this this earlier today. Listen, like it's all set up. It's all ready to go. <laughs> if I if if you've been following the show for a while. You know that I've been back and forth with Linux and Windows. I've been on Linux for like seven months now. Yeah, like there's no, there really is no going back. And it, it was, it Until was it a, pisses um, them off. No, seriously. Like, because you know why? Because now that Steam, um, most games work now because they, they created this whole new fucking, this whole new API. And like most Windows games just work. In Linux now. And that was the one thing that used to piss me off. Not only that, I don't game as much as I used to. But Windows now, the way the fucking state of Windows 10, it fucks up even more than anything else. <laughs> but I digress. And that's without the updates. Right. <laughs> fucking 8 million updates. So I had a... Sorry, I'm texting my son to tell my other son to shut up. 
So, <laughs> family, the family of the 21st century. <laughs> the future is now. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So Skype, which is a Microsoft product. I just want to, you know, that's the main point. I just want to make sure everyone knows it. Has it for Linux, and they recently updated it, and it looks like the one for, because it used to look like the first Skype for a long time. Now now it looks like the, the one that everybody uses on Windows and Mac. Yeah, because didn't um, they just, like, finally, like, in the last, like, two years, like, put one guy in charge of that? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, two dudes. Um, so now it works nice. And one of the dudes okay. is a supervisor, because, you know. Right. Sound quality is perfect, everything like that. But it has this glitch. I don't know if it's a why, if it's just me or whatever. My microphone will be working just fine. And then as soon as I turn on Skype, dead. It just it just kills it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Easy to fix. All I have to do is pop open the terminal and type kill all and then space pulse audio. And it reboots the whole audio system, and it's perfectly fine. It takes like five seconds. But I forgot, because we haven't recorded in so long. <laughs> so I forgot that I had how to do it. So I had to go look it up. I was pissed. <laughs> because everything worked. Because it doesn't do it every time. Right. So it it didn't do it when I tested the system. Because here's, here's something, about, uh, something different about Steve and I. So Steve canceled the podcast. We both canceled the podcast. Let me, let me say that correctly. I packed everything up. Microphone went in the closet. Programs that I used only for the podcast were deleted. Like, that's just how I how I work. Steve probably already had his shit all set up. <laughs> I did not. So I had to come home today, and I had to set it, set it, all the hardware up and then reinstall the programs, and I tested it, and everything worked perfectly fine until Steve called me. <laughs> Broken. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so obviously working fine now. Um, I have Audacity recording away. I can see the peaks and valleys of my lovely <laughs> baritone. Um, well, I mean, I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really delete everything. I mean, Patrick and I, you know, I was recording with Patrick up until last month. Yeah. So it was, you know, so there was a there were reasons why I still had a lot of that stuff. But, well, let but me, the let only me the only th- the only thing that I had deleted was uh, um, Discord and uh, Skype, but with for those of you that you know kept up with the blog and stuff like that i didn't have internet for like a month and a half and uh and that was rough oh that was so fucking rough (laughs) Uh, but so my desktop hadn't had an update (laughs) in like a month and a half and uh which actually i think was good because of the fact that a lot of the bad shit that was going on it wasn't able to get so when we got internet back uh I was like, okay, I know, I was like, I, everything was set up, all the Wi-Fi stuff, and, you know, my brother's doing the Irish jig, you know, because he's like, oh, I can, I can go onto Facebook and stuff like that and look at YouTube videos, and, uh, I can, I can now waste my life like everyone else. <laughs> now I can waste my life looking at a screen as opposed to just staring outside the window, you know? Well, that's, well, it's so funny, because in the times when the internet wouldn't work, like, you know, back in the day and our internet would go out for like a, a little bit. My kids suddenly became productive and creative <laughs> and we had family game nights and, the, and everything worked out great. As soon as the internet came on, no one spoke to each other. I know, right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Um, so when, I, when we got the, the net back and my laptop, I had to go. Fortunately, I could go to the library to use the internet, which is like about a block and a half away. 
So it right. wasn't too bad. Um, Wi-Fi was whack as shit, but, you know. I, <laughs> I, it is what it, it is. It is what it is, right? For free Wi-Fi, I, you couldn't you could do. So I always had, I had some updates. So when I turned this thing Because he was walking around the library finding that sweet spot. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. I knew exactly where to sit. Why is this motherfucker sitting on top of the manga rack? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, sir, you can't lay on top of the psych- encyclopedias. I can't. If I move, I'm going to lose my connection. Just leave me alone. <laughs> right. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> you don't own me. <laughs> um, so then when I turned on the computer and I got everything, I was like, okay, cool. Everything's good. And then I'm like, okay, let's just do it. And then I did like update and it was like it did an update for a good two hours two two and a half hours of just doing an update but when it did the new update i think it was the whole october release thing because it, it reinstalled skype so right. it, you know it reins i was like oh okay so it looks like i'm not getting rid of that thing now um but one of the things i was going to say about the library yeah i think skype is like a permanent fixture in windows yeah now. Um, but the one thing that I have with with uh, the library, there's this homeless dude that goes over there all the time, and you know he's he's traditional homeless dude. You know he's got sweats on, he's got a beard, he has a, uh, a shopping cart with a tarp over it. You know parks it right out by the door, goes into the library, has a laptop, a phone, an audio player. Uh, looks like a movie player. He's got tech on there. I'm like going, the fuck? Did, what did you? Where did you get? Did you go? Is that why you're homeless? Did you buy all that tech? <laughs> it's probably people throwing shit away. Yeah, but the funny thing was, is homeboy was doing a live stream from the library inside <laughs> the library. <laughs> I was like, what up, what up? <laughs> and my brother and I are sitting there. We look up at each other. We look at him, and we're like. Are you serious? Like you're doing a fucking live stream from the this library? Is, this is homeless man for you, sixty nine, <laughs> motherfucker. We said, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I was like, I mean, you know, a hustle's a hustle, but you yeah. know, it's like, damn. I was just like, he's doing a live stream from here, and the like, he's trying to do it, and the lady kept coming up there, going, "You can't do that." <laughs> here i was like i was like what was he even live streaming about uh there was the 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 biggest one that i remember was when trump did that saturday speech you know about the wall we need the wall you know during the 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 shutdown he was doing Mm -hmm. that and he was going to do a live stream talking about it or something like that and i was and then but his re- he was his reception was wackier than shit, and then he had to ended up stopping. But I was like going, "Oh my god, he's doing a fucking live stream!" Like here I am at the library talking about Trump. You know what's up? What's up? You know, hit me up on the subscribes. You know, I'm like, it's just like what he's just trying to make some money. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, but... yeah, you know, can't knock the details, but it was I was just like, what the hell, dude? Take that shit out. But one thing I I, I was gonna. I, I was going to take a picture, but it was just, he had an eye, he, the way he was sitting, he kind of had an eye, and I, I thought it looked a little weird, but this dude goes over there with a laptop, and he, there's these sections where the, the, they're again, they're desks, but they're attached to the wall, so they're really like isolated little sections, yeah. and, um, no, I've been in that library. Before. Yeah, so, and, uh, dude had his laptop connected to his laptop, a fucking, Probably a 22-inch Mac, uh, 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 Mac, um, fucking 
why the hell did my uh, screen attached to his computer? Is 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 this how we live in <laughs> out here? Is this how LA's homeless are living? <laughs> but he wasn't homeless. He was a kid. But I was like going, is he doing coding? And it's like, because, you know, I'm thinking coding, you usually use two screens for coding. And sure enough, he was coding. He's out there hacking the planet. And he was like, he has his laptop and right next to him is this like 22 inch Mac uh, fucking uh, monitor right there. I was like, I have a feeling that kid, he he goes to college and he lives in a dorm or something. He lives with a bunch of people, like maybe in a dorm and none of them are coders. Yeah. Like they're going to like social science, so they're drinking, partying, being loud in the room, and he needs to focus. Right. So he probably has like a sign that hey, legit. Yeah, you know, but it was just I, it big, was just kind of hilarious because I was thinking of like you know like that meme that you see where it's like you get the kid that took his gaming rig to McDonald's, you know, for the Wi Fi. Right. You know, that's kind of that's like the image that popped into my head. But I was like, holy shit! Like this is how we are living, dude. <laughs> but I was like, damn. But I gotta admit though. You know, it's like I told Adam, like when we got wife, when we got the internet back, I was like, I feel like I'm part of the world again. (laughs) (laughs) And we also went the antenna TV for a while. And uh, you know what? That's not as bad as people think. No, it's not. Tons of channels. There, there are, there are, and there's like, (laughs) like four different versions of Channel Seven. All have different content on there. Like three versions of Channel Four. But if you really want to watch '80s. 70s or 80s television that's the way to go it's all over it's the fucking all over place. fucking it's, silver it's spoons in, uh soap you're watching all in syndication dude, old johnny carson episodes yeah it was like crazy i was it's like they're just trying to fill up space yeah so they just air all that old shit and they get all the ad revenue from the commercials because oh, yeah. people are watching yeah. it but yeah, uh, so. so, but it's also cheaper cheaper to hold a digital signal than it is an analog signal, and I think that's what really kind of changed the game yeah. for the free TV. It was weird too because of the fact that like when we were doing uh, when we were the only the only thing is is of course storms and stuff like that kind of fuck it up. But that's same as satellite, um, fucking rabbit ears and shit. Only cables unaffected by that, and even then, yeah. if something breaks, then cable's either on or it's not. <laughs> it's either on <laughs> like, or not. Yeah. There's, there's no in between. Um, but you know, it, now that we have, now that we have, um, like we we got with Spectrum, and um, we actually got their basic streaming service. Their whole cut the cord because they were trying to sell me on getting them, and I was like, well, no, we're actually looking at cutting the cord. And um, doing something because it's just a lot cheaper. And he goes, well, we have this option. It's 20 bucks and you get like 50 channels, um, which includes AMC, Comedy Central, you know, TBS. The basics. The, it's basically basic. Yeah, it's cable. basically basic cable. And you get. They just, and, they're being cute with the cut the cord bullshit. Right. And it's like 20 bucks. And I was like, okay, so um, with the new price that we got with the internet and it's like, it comes out to less than we were paying for just the internet when Time Warner had it. And um, right. so it was one of those things where it's like, well, I'll keep the antenna connected because if the internet goes out, we can still watch basic TV with the rabbit ears. And so it's like, yeah, that works. <laughs> so, uh, so it's it's actually not too bad. And now, I mean, we have Netflix, Hulu again, and and um, uh, you know, and then movies that I acquire. You know, we have the <laughs> so so we have a bunch of those. So it's like, okay, it fills our time. But now my now my brother's all like so with the spectrum tv i can actually like watch tv on my tablet and then like you know take a shit and actually watch tv like right there it's like yeah and he's like 
cool. So, like, <laughs> I mean, you could you could do that with pretty much any cable, but right, but um, we had you don't have to take a TV and literally connect it. <laughs> right, we had Cox uh, cable. <laughs> it's C O X, um, and we we had their television and their phone. The phone we cut because it was just unnecessary. Yeah, I was gonna say. So my wife, has a phone my wife and well. Because my wife and I were the only ones with cell phones. And then also my oldest daughter, Samantha, because she's an adult. But then we also bought um, the twins and uh, the one the one below that in age phones as well. So not everyone except for the tiniest kids, the eight-year-old and the six-year-old, have cell phones. So um, there's really no point. So we canceled that. And then we canceled the TV for two reasons. One, no one watched it. Everyone was streaming. That's all they were doing. Mm. And the fucking cable box was so slow. Like the menus and shit. And that's something that I've always had an issue with with any cable service I have. This stupid thing's slow. But whatever. I digress. (laughs) So um, (laughs) we, (laughs) we cut that. So now we only pay for internet and the unlimited tier. So I have Gigablast internet which is the fastest you can get and and an extra 50 for unlimited bandwidth. Now I'm justified in that fact (laughs) because I cut everything else because our cable bill was like 300 and something. I think it was like 320 and now it's, you know, because it's equipment fees, right. it's blah blah blah. You know, now it's nothing. I, I just pay for the internet modem. That's it. And I, I have their um, home security system too. Oh, do you still but have that's that? That's kind of a se- that's kind of a separate thing. Oh, okay. It's like fifty bucks a month. So, other than that, I think we made the shame of fucking internet working shit. <laughs> we good to go. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's it's just been one of those things where you're just kind of like. Uh, uh, you kind of don't realize or you kind of take take advantage of shit you know and then when when you realize oh my god everything that i can everything that i need and then i would have to do like a checklist of like okay so if i write posts and and stuff like that okay so i got to do a checklist okay you know pay these bills online or uh uh download these upload these you know do this and you know, so it didn't, you know, I mean, it, it, it basically it just, you know, it it left little time for porn. So it's like, you know, right. and that, that's really what it comes down to. And what's the real point of Internet if you can't get that porn? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was funny, too, because like when I was hearing through the government shutdown, they said, yeah, Pornhub is saying they saw a spike in activity. And I was like, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <gasps> Uh, but, uh, anyway, anyways, 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 uh, anyways. but we are, we are back again with, the uh, help of our, uh, super fan Amador who made a, a very, very generous donation to, to get us back. And, uh, so thanks to him. So this episode's to him yep. and, uh, all right. So really quickly on a couple of other things before we get into some of the things we want to talk about this week, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm being more active on our social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh, we want you guys to also do that. And so if you're listening to us, you know, take a screenshot. If you're listening to us on your, you know, on your uh, mobile device, whatever it may be, 
go ahead, take a screenshot of the of the podcast and and tag us in it on Twitter or Instagram, or even on our, or upload it onto the Facebook page. Go for it, and uh, we'd like to see see one a couple of couple of different reasons. One, we want to feel the congratulations. We want to feel the pat on the back. Uh, two. It kind of gives me more of an idea of where we should be focusing a lot of our uh, streaming activity to, because uh, there have been some uh, podcast apps that I haven't been able to, uh, or that I've been trying to figure out, you know, are we on there? Should we be on there? And uh, updating a lot of that stuff. So give me, you know, so give me a focus of where those are coming from. And uh, yeah, so, so yeah, do that for us. And, uh, you know, we, we, and, uh, like to see kind of where where we where we are at are a lot of people listening on itunes uh i know adam is now um yeah. <laughs> or we could talk about that a little bit yeah. too i should have added and, that. um or are we you know should we be looking i'm um, focusing more on stitcher or you know podcast addict or you know podcaster or should i come banging on your fucking door mm-hmm. yeah by the you way know. we visited your childhood uh <laughs> that's right i sat where you sat at school motherfucker what's up <laughs> Like oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other one uh, one other thing before we get into what Adam wanted to add on there, um, Trumpians. And if you're a Trumpian, I'm I'm pretty doubtful you're listening to this podcast. But in case you are, um, relax and take a joke. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. You know. How what? How should I say? Entertain a troll. Um, right. <laughs> Cause last week on, uh, on my Facebook page, I got, uh, there was a guy, we were in the, my brother and I were in the supermarket and there was this dude in front of me and I looked at him. I'm like, Oh my God, what the fuck? He had mutton chops and a man bun. And I was just like, okay, first of all, you're doing two things that are wrong. I mean, you know, it's either mutton chops or, a, you know, or, a, or a man bun, but not both. Yeah, pick one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want, if you want to be a colossal, hey, I get no sex machine, you know, vibe thing going on. Pick one. You don't need two of them. Uh, yeah. And uh, I post now. You're I steal sex machine. <laughs> like it's you're go you're getting a different vibe. Right. You're, you're sending out of I'm on a sexual predator list. That's the vibe right. You're sending out. Do not leave your children unattended. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's not something you want to. Right. Know. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, and so I posted, you know, I posted essentially is like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with society? You know, when a person has man chops and a man bun, this is how Trump got elected. Yeah. And, you know, most people were just like, haha, cool. But then you've got some, you got this one Trumpian who couldn't let it go, who just couldn't let that joke lie. And, and, and let's be honest, I was kind of a troll for putting it out there because I knew somebody was going to, to do that. And and yeah, and he was had to make a joke and even said libtard. It's like, oh, uh, that term. And before before Steve um, gets into this, just as a as a caveat, just in case you're new to the show or maybe you've forgotten, Steve and I are pretty firm moderates. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not we're not like liberal making fun of Republican. Like, that's not the thing. It, it, we're, we're right in the middle looking at both of you like you're retired. Yeah. <laughs> so I, if, if, <laughs> just if, please if Obama was in office, I would have said, thanks, Obama. Like that. That's yeah, the, that's the kind of thing. I just don't want people to be like this motherfucking <laughs> libtard. Like, shut up, please. And, you know, said so like, 
uh, actually, with the man bun, he's probably a libtard, you know, because they're the only ones that are like, you know, would wear that. And I was just like, oh, here we go. And then, of course, somebody agreed with him. And then Adam decides, <laughs> hey, you know what? I kind of need to get in here for some reason. It was just. <laughs> you said something that made me go, <laughs> you're like, yeah, okay. Right. And then I look below and I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers take their life pretty fucking seriously. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and I probably, they just stopped responding to yeah. me too, so you know they got fucking annoyed. Yeah. And <laughs> I was just like, I love Adam. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't know, because usually when I, when I see comments on that and then I see who's responding to them, I generally don't read them. I generally just, I was just like, Cause you already know. I already know what's going to happen. And, and my attitude is like, see, I bring people together. <laughs> you know? <You're> right. <laughs> this is. I'm not going to see what they're doing. Right. <laughs> but I'm just going to trust that I brought them together. It's, it's that whole concept of like, okay, I'm going to put you right here in the middle of nowhere. Now fend for yourself. Let's the Lord of the Flies exactly. rules take over, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and, and then Adam's like, I don't know why I keep responding to those. And I was like, oh shit, you are? So I looked at it. He's like, you know, like. Well, I think the whole thing was, and they're like, then they're, the worst thing is, is like Adam's essentially kind of saying what I would normally probably have said, but they, the thing that makes it worse is they just, they try to justify it. So then that just eggs out. It's an unjustifiable claim. Oh yeah. You can't, Steve's claim is unjustifiable. And so is this dude. There's no, there's no foundation to stand on. It's just a random comment that Steve made to make people laugh. Yeah, It's an absurd statement that you're just kind of like, nah, you know, because most people get behind the whole man, butt and mutton chops thing. You're just like, Oh, you know, and it was just like, yeah, it's the art of the absurd. And then these other people try to, legitimize the absurdity and you're just kind of like oh well that explains a lot because <laughs> it's a reflex now. right it's this it's this oh i have to defend my my side it's like no you really don't because <laughs> like, no one's really making fun of them so it doesn't matter exactly but yeah I, I forget what i said exactly but basically i was like i was being super polite <laughs> but in a creepy way and in like it yeah like you could tell like oh and i think the last thing i said he said um man buns are because he started using big words right you know which is fine i you know i i I know english (laughs) (laughs) but he was doing it in a way to try to boister his like make his claim better because he's smart now because he uses college words like whatever um like trump who i know a lot of big i I know a lot of words (laughs) right so he said something along the lines of um the man bun is traditionally um, associated with liberals. And I put, wow, you learn something new every day. <laughs> Exclamation point. No response. Like, I think with that comment, everyone was like, okay, <laughs> like, you're here to piss me off. You know, like, it was just the stupidest shit. Like, I was like, whatever, dude. And um, Steve was busted up laughing. And I, I told a buddy of mine at, at work. And he goes, I don't understand. What was Steve trying to say? Steve wasn't saying anything. <laughs> exactly. He was just saying something. It was it was it was a it was a comedic comment right. based on imagery. Right. Where you're he's gonna say man bun and mutton chops, you're gonna envision it, and then you're supposed to go, uh, yeah, it's kinda goofy. <laughs> right. But these motherfuckers saw <laughs> Thanks Trump or whatever. Right. This is how Trump got elected. Oh motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. 
We know that usually liberals have man buns. Right. We're, aware. We're aware of that. Not mutton chops, though. <laughs> yeah, and that's the point, <laughs> is now you have two distinct <laughs> ideologies, represented representations of two distinct ideologies, I mean, it, now mixing together. Right, and, and it would have been different if he had Starburns. You know, remember community? Oh, right. <laughs> it would be like it would be like if he had a mutton chop. No, not a mutton chop. If he had a um, what's that party in the back, but oh, business mullet? in the front? Mullet. If he had a mullet and a monocle, like it, <laughs> like what? You'd be like what? Like it doesn't make any sense. You would stop and be like, huh? The, like the, today, the next sound you hear would have been my head exploding with that. <laughs> today, this guy or girl or I don't know. And I'm not even trying to be rude here, but this was a man with long hair in a dress and said, excuse me. And I go, sorry, bro, because I was only responding to the voice I heard. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, my bad, man. I think that's what I said. My bad, man. And he goes Ugh, like that. And I was like, the fuck? And I turn around and I go. Like, I was confused. <laughs> I didn't know where the voice came from. I was like, whatever. So my wife goes, <laughs> she goes, that was kind of rude. And I go, what? And she's like, well, he obviously, or she, he's, oh God, see, I'm fucking up now. My <laughs> wife is a she. She, <laughs> she said, um, well, she obviously wants to be called a girl. I said, that's fine, but I didn't see her. I only heard her. <laughs> and it wasn't like she was trying to sound like a woman. That person's voice was as deep as mine. <laughs> And I said, enough for nothing. If you want to be a chick, be a chick. Put some makeup on. Shave, maybe? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You can't just throw a dress on and then expect the world to accept your Farrah Fawcett. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, now you're fucking with beauty rules at this point. You look like a dude and you sound like a dude. If it walks like a duck, it sounds like a duck. I'm going to call it a duck. <laughs> now, if I would have turned around, and I honestly, I don't care. You, If you... You could come up to me and go, I want to be referred to as Marvin the Martian. I'd say, that's up to you. I would never speak to you again. But that's completely <laughs> up to you. I don't give a fuck what anybody wants to do. I worry about me and my own. Y'all, y'all are cool. I'm just polite to everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if all I hear is the voice, and, it, and literally it's like, hey, excuse me. That's exactly how it sounded. It wasn't, excuse me. It wasn't anything like that. There's no feminine tone to it. Excuse me. Might as well add a bro to the end. Excuse me, bro. Like, it was it was straight up, man. Excuse me, motherfucker. And then I go, <laughs> yeah. And then I go, oh, my bad, man. And when they hear man, they now it's feminine. Like, Ugh. And I was like, what just happened? Like, And I thought, like, I was confused. I wasn't even rude. I was like, huh? And then I kind of just looked around. So I tried to get me in trouble. I said, no, Lorena. That, that ain't how that worked. <laughs> You know, if you want to be a woman, be a woman. Right. <laughs> like, it's fine, you know. Well, come on, come and sound like fucking Shaft, and then you're supposed to expect <laughs> me to call you a chick. Yeah, it would have been different. Have been, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kind of voice where I tightened up a little bit, like, oh, shit, who the fuck behind me? You know. Yeah, you're, clutching your, you're clutching your gat right there real quick. I'm sure we've lost listeners. Yeah. Now. See, the sensitive. Yeah, the sensitive. Like, oh, my God. The sensitive are like, oh. Adam hates people. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, but that's true. Equally. I mean, that's not that's not a false statement. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we do this show on Skype? <laughs> let's let's get to a lighter topic here. 
This is what happens when you start talking about people in politics. <laughs> You're talking about weird shit. So, real quick. <laughs> talk about weird shit. <laughs> right. If quick. you're a fan of the show, this is going to come as a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> my um, daughter. So my da- my daughter had was the only one in the house with an iPhone, and um, she bought her own phone line because she's an adult now, and it was really dumb actually because now she's paying double the amount because she's not on a family plan anymore. But whatever, <laughs> that was the choice she wanted to make. So I want to um, be independent, she- even if I go broke. Well, she didn't admit it, but I know. And it's perfectly fine because I would have did it at that age, too. She wanted the new iPhone. Yeah. And she got Respect the 8 for Plus. That. She, she, didn't, she didn't go out and get the fucking X Max or anything. <laughs> you know, she just wanted one that could fast charge. That's, is that a really solar awesome. panel? No, this is the new iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually, a uh, hologram comes right off the top of it. It's like Star Trek Discovery. Right. Um, so... <laughs> she gets a phone, so now I um I one thing she did realize because she's listen she's trying uh, okay <laughs> I, I like how that's under, a caveat <laughs> right her phone's under contract so I I still have it and I still have to pay for oh, it geez. so I said you know what I scolded her I had a big talk with her I said I'm gonna continue paying for it I'm not gonna charge you for it because now <laughs> you barely make any money with your part time job anyway so <laughs> oh, she works you now? need to pay your I said, but this is your, everybody gets one moment. Right. Don't fuck me over again. <laughs> I, and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she was she, crying because she didn't realize. You oh, know? right. And even so, she's like, well, I'll just return mine. No, <laughs> can't do that because you signed a con. Like, so it was a big learning moment, whatever. So I was talking to someone, moving on, I was talking to someone at, at work and they have an iPhone. And they and she goes, Adam, do you have FaceTime? I go, no, I got Apple trash. To fuck out my face. And I was just talking shit. Right. And um, she goes, you talk trash about Apple sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I got an Android. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, have you had ever ever had an iPhone? And I go, no, I had an i I had an iPod Touch once. <laughs> and she goes, um, <laughs> okay, well that was a long time ago. Hey, and they I was still like, have them, <laughs> right? But I had one though. That's what I said. And she goes. You ever think that it's kind of bullshit that you talk a lot of shit about something you've never owned? <laughs> so I stopped. That's and where I go, you go. That's my God-given American right. <laughs> right. So I flipped the desk. No, <laughs> I go. Everyone's watching me now because this chick is like she's challenging you. Into me yeah, about she's it. challenging you. But this is what I did. I sat back. I said, you know what? You're absolutely correct. Motherfucker, I I've been be saying talking. that for years, and all of a sudden, he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, but you, you bullshit. I ain't talking to you. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I don't know why it dawned on me. I think it was just an epiphany moment. She triggered it. It wasn't like it, <laughs> she triggered it. It's just the way she said it. Like There's I was something like in the way she said it, right? And you, you live in both worlds. You, you weird me out. So I don't, don't want to talk to you. About so <laughs> no. So I go. I go. You're absolutely. I don't right. like the pronoun he. Oh. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um. So one of the reasons why I was so eager. Or not eager, but so openly um, to it, or so open to Jesus, um, to accept her quote unquote challenge, is I had a spare iPhone now at the house. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay. I said I'll throw my SIM card into. Um, well, I I, even, I promised this before I even um, knew if the SIM cards were the same, <laughs> but they are. Um, I said I'll take the SIM card out of my note and I'll put it into the iPhone 7s that I have. And um, I'll use it for a week. You know, I'll give it a solid week. 
and and that week started two days ago. I haven't spoken to this girl yet because I haven't gotten to work yet, but um, I've been using it all weekend, and you know what? It's not that bad. Mm. I'm going to be honest. Um, and I started realizing that the thing that I was making fun of was like Apple of five years ago, you know, so... Yeah, there's still some weird shit. There's still some shit that I wish was different, but that's the same with Android. Oh, I know. <laughs> there's know, a lot like of things on Android perfect. that I wish were different. <laughs> but one thing that I've always been envious, and I, I think um, Steve and I have talked about this. I know he feels the same way, is the security. Yeah. The, the level of security on an iPhone is bar none, like super superior to Android. And it's just the nature of the OSs, you know. And, um, but I was impressed with the battery life is amazing. And we're talking about a seven S and my, my daughter used it for two years, you know, and it's still battery life is better than my new note, you know, and the, um, I don't know, you know, it still gets some, there's some getting used to it kind of weird shit that it just, um, but it's I'm still a pretty, too small for his hands. <laughs> no, it's a, f- a five, 5.5. No, no, no. I mean, it's too small to get a grip on unless without a case. Oh my god! I had to get. It wasn't even that. It's the 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 metal, because this one is it's, not the um super, fast charging, which kind of sucks. It is so slick. Like I was like, fuck, like <laughs> almost fun. So I immediately ordered like a ten dollar <laughs> Spigen case. Yeah, because like cause a little wrap around. Adam Adam messages me and tells me about that, and I was kind of like, I was like this. Holy shit! The world's ending. Nostradamus was fucking right, dude. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I was like. Oh fuck! Because it took me back. Like when you said that, I was like, "Really? Like this this motherfucker?" But but, here's, but the thing was is oh, that he ahead. was saying, you know, he was saying about oh, but it's so slick and so small. I'm like, yeah, you can get it. You need a case for that. And I was like, but this is an old phone, so I was like, you should get one cheap. And ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. And it was a good brand. And it's 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 a wraparound, but it's since it's a good brand, it perfectly fits. All the buttons work. So, um. Now, I talk a lot of tra- trash about Apple, and honestly, I still believe a lot of it because a lot of the trash that I was talking, if you remember, <laughs> was about the computer that they have, their laptops yeah. and their desktops. And I still think those are useless. There's, there's, they're overpriced and they're OS. The Mac OS is the most limiting computer OS on the yeah. planet. If you really look at Linux is better. That's why nobody and makes not, anything and, for and Mac anymore. Very I can few. S- Right. I can say Linux is better than Windows. That's an objective thing. But Linux is better than Mac's common sense. Like, there's more software available for Linux than there is for Mac. <laughs> no one develops for it. Right. So it's – um, I still stand by that right now unless they change. And we and listen, I've said many times um, when it came to the video game industry too, like, I, I was all about Microsoft for – and then they started fucking up and then I was all about Sony. You know, it's – you. Brand loyalty is not, we don't fuck with that today, okay? I was all Samsung, but Samsung lately, I don't know. Their phones have not been um, up to par. Like, yeah. I, I noticed, like, one thing with battery life, which is something that Apple traditionally is known to suck at, but I don't know. I take my phone off the charger in the morning. Today, I took it with me. We were out all day. I don't use my phone excessively. But I am, you know, send some messages to Steve, you know, communicate with some other people, made a couple phone calls, look up things, you know, the normal shit. I came home at 4, so it was out 9 a.m. we left, came home at 4, and um, I haven't charged it at all. My phone's at like 73%. 
if I take the note out, which has a bigger battery, I think. Oh, no, it doesn't. It has a smaller battery. Um, I'll take it off the charger. And if I don't, I have a charger at work. But if I don't charge it and take it home, it's at like 20% by the time I get home. It's roughly the same amount of time. So it's like, why? (laughs) You know what I mean? And I started doing research and stuff like that. And it's, um, it's amazing to me that I have a phone that's older, a few generations back, and I have the most up-to-date OS on it. I don't even have the most up-to-date OS on the Note. You know, so only the Pixel really does, if if anything. Right. So it's, it's just amazing to me. There's different things. Do I, do I think if I'm officially switching Apple? I don't know yet, to be honest with you. Um, but it, it seems that way. <laughs> I don't know. I have to give it the week. I need Because I haven't worked yet. That the weekend to me is dead time. Yeah. Like I just run errands and I'm running maintenance in my home to keep it working. The week is my routine. That's when I'm getting up at the same time and I'm going to work and I'm doing, you know, blah, 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 blah. So once I'm in the routine with it and there'll be growing pains because I use my phone as an extension of my own memory. So I, I leave a lot of reminders and stuff like that. And I see it has a reminders app. So I've, I'm going to try to use the Apple stuff as much as I can but I downloaded Google Music because I pay for that. Yeah, that makes and sense. And Reddit. Yeah. And that's all you really need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Reddit, you know. <laughs> but that's it. We'll see. And I'll keep in next, uh, next show. <laughs> I'll definitely um, say what it is. <laughs> the only thing with this one is it kind of it has a crack because a teenage girl had it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the crack is kind of unnoticeable. It's at the top. And. You know, whatever. I might get it fixed. Thirty bucks. You know, whatever. Yeah, he showed it. He um, took a screenshot of it. I was like, oh, well, it's not there. But it, because it's an older phone, it does. The screen doesn't go all the way up to the bezel, so that was right. like, oh, okay. So it's like not even noticeable. When most of the scratch is on, is on the the bezel or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's funny because it just missed all the sensors. <laughs> so everything everything works perfectly fine. So and I thought the phone was freezing, but I just I guess Apple doesn't. Like sometimes when you're typing something, let's say you're typing the username and the password, it won't let me tap where the password is after I have to hit next on the keyboard. Oh, weird. Like little things, yeah. but that's that's just growing pains. That's just I that's just getting get used, used to, to something. Yeah. You know, I was sitting there tapping on the screen like, is this fucking broken? <laughs> like what the fuck? You know, but thanks Obama. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks Trump. Yeah. Oh, fuck I see. <laughs> <laughs> and Obama. Yeah, that, both that's how bad it was. <laughs> that's right. Both of them. Thanks, Reagan. <laughs> Put it all the way back. Oh, man. All right. So um, if you haven't noticed by now, because we're already closing in like 45 minutes, um, <laughs> the, the this episode is going to be kind of long because it's kind of catching up on everything. So we kind of figured this one's going to be a little bit long. So uh, obviously in the coming weeks, it'll probably be shorter. I'm not saying by much, but it'll probably be shorter. It will be as long as we fucking want it to be. <laughs> that's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Because this we keeping it fast and loose, baby. Yes, yeah, right. Man. There's there's very little structure to this anymore, and it's going to be fun mm-hmm. and focused on um, good feelings and good vibes and energy, positive energy, mutton chops you know and, ma- and man buns. You know, so I don't know how someone even success. How do you even grow that and your hair doesn't just stop? Like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> Can you, you know. imagine that? You like your hair decides to just go. No, we know what you're doing. <laughs> it's like no, it's just too much. It's too much. It's like, do you like being a bitch? Like what? <laughs> 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 
Your fucking hair is like you're making us look bad, bro. I'm sick of this shit. Ooh. I would fucking die, dude. Oh, man. That's got to be a skit. It has yeah, to know, be a right? skit. <laughs> We're connected to your brain. We know what's going on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So some uh, headlines from this past week. So Microsoft is getting ready to release an important software update kit that will allow game developers to integrate Xbox Live into any titles that run across PC, Xbox, iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch. Windows Central is reporting that GDC sessions reveal that Microsoft will announce its cross-platform push for Xbox Live next month. Some iOS and Android games already have Xbox Live achievements, but they're only enabled in titles from Xbox Studios, and let's be honest, there are many of those. Microsoft yeah. described this as a push as much bigger. Quote, Xbox Live is expanding from 4 million gaming devices and a reach of to over 68 million active players to over 2 billion devices with the release of our new cross-platform XDX, says the GDC listing. Xbox Live cross-platform play will allow developers to integrate in friends list, multiplayer functionality, and achievements into existing mobile games. It's an important part of Microsoft's new gaming mission to reach outside of its traditional uh, PC and Xbox market and bring software services and games to players on rival platforms. We kind of saw this coming. I mean, it's so it's so funny too because a lot of people are tripping. They're saying, um, "Oh, this is Microsoft's plan. They're gonna they're just trying to be your friend, and then they're just gonna take over from inside." <laughs> but I mean, the right has been on the wall for a while. If you if you, you can go still back two if years, you still, three years, we were talking about right. This. If you still think Microsoft is the evil corporation. Uh, have you worked on a Windows device lately? <laughs> it's like right. it's not happening anymore. The I feel that Microsoft is is pushing yet again um, with all of their things to be more of a service based company. Yeah. They don't want to sell products anymore. They want to sell services because that's where the money yeah. is. So they're trying to. I wouldn't be surprised if they stop selling an Xbox in the next 10, eh, 20 years. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, you know, to that, I probably would say we would probably see maybe less of a new Xbox and maybe more of an Xbox with the ability to update. Like they keep saying with PlayStation, you know, like an actual physical console to just kind of have an updated OS. No, what we'll see is we'll see an Xbox that's actually a router <laughs> or or no, I'm serious. Like a. Um, oh, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. What do they call them? Uh, thin client. Yeah. So basically now it's you're streaming all of the games from um, basically what Sony's doing, but the tech isn't quite there well, yet. Well, that's interesting. Where In the same article that I got this from, they were talking about them launching a streaming service, which is going to be basically Netflix for gaming, which, yeah, I mean, you see that with that and their, you know, their Xbox Game Pass. That's kind of what it's going to be. They just be like, hey, you just have, yeah, you'll have this console that will have internet um, capabilities. But you can play any game on it. Yeah. yeah. And let's be honest here. The graphics, the graphic improvements from console to console, they're starting to get a little less and less. If you really pay attention, because there's only so far they can fucking go, yeah. you know, until it just looks like a movie. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm, um, I'm interested to see what the next uh, generation of consoles is going to look like. Um, 
because I know there's rumor this year that Microsoft is coming out with a new Xbox one version without the disk drive. And honestly, I think that's a smart choice because as much as I thought it was so important to have a disk drive, I don't use the disk drive. Well, also my big concern with that and, and is remember we had the Xbox arcade, the Xbox 360 arcade, which was shit. Yeah. But they need, this is my big problem with, with stuff like this though, is that we need to have a hard drive that's capable of actually taking it out of the box. Because if you have, you know, let's say you get a hundred gig, you know, they offer something ridiculous like, oh, well, we have this hundred gig um, diskless drive. Okay, great. But if you pull two Call of Duty games on there, that's a hundred gigs right there. You know, we need to be able to like have something that can actually hold something and then expansive memory. You know, which they have right. been doing, but you know, if we get something out of the box, like a terabyte, and then add something out of the box, then that's fine. But you know, when you get to shit like this, is where I mean, because we're seeing, we saw this with the PlayStation Four, and as well as the Xbox One, is they're promoting 4K content, but they technically don't even have drives for the 4K content. Remember the, um, it took a while before the Xbox and the PlayStation came out with terabytes because it was 500 gigs. Yep. You know, so it, 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 you know, we got to take that into account. But, you know, unless they can overcome those obstacles, you know, I, I can see it really. I, and who and who knows what the next five years will look like? We could we could see a different um, compression technology that makes 4K a lot smaller. Yeah. You know, it, it, there a number of things could, could happen. It's kind of an open field right now. But um, this playing nice with others thing i think is one of microsoft's better ideas and i think <laughs> sony really needs to get with the program because yeah, they, they're, they're gonna fall behind um because i think next generation we're gonna see a lot of cross-platform nintendo's all for yeah. it and here, here's here's the big thing too is that when you get into stuff like this you're gonna have you know adam and i just simply already said you know there's no brand loyalty you're gonna have a generation that isn't gonna have brand loyalty the generation that like Adam and I came up with. Because they don't have yeah, to. Yeah, and what that Adam and I came up with, you know, it's like, yeah, you had an Xbox or a PlayStation. But as, you know, the younger kids come into it, it's going to be like, oh, well, I can get this and all my friends can, I can play my friends on the Switch or if I get a Switch, I can play there too. Oh, well, then I'll just go with an Xbox or, an, or a Switch or, you know, mm -hmm. or play on my phone or whatever. And then Sony's going to find themselves, you know, exclusivity's cool and all, but, you know, in the end, you got to kind of, you're going to have to be careful with that. Yeah. So, do you want me to read um, the next one? We'll just alternate. Uh, I, if you want. <laughs> or do you want to read everything? Well, this Apple one, I kind of, I, I kind of structured because it was two. It was a. There's a couple of different screens on there. You can go with the. Okay, go the, ahead. We'll, we can go with the next one. Uh, so two major Apple exploits were found this past week. TechCrunch found that some of the most popular airline hotels and retail apps are recording your iPhone screen sessions without your consent. The practice known as session replaying typically involves hiring a third-party firm, in this case the analytics firm Glassbox, to embed the technology into a mobile app. For, from there, Glassbox's software records every session you take within the app, as well as taking screenshots along the way. Even worse is that for apps like Air Canada and other travel sites, this includes the fields where users input sensitive information like passport numbers, credit card numbers, and other financial and personal information. Among many retail apps mentioned in the investigation, including Air Canada, Abercrombie & Fitch and its Hollister, Hollister subsidiary, 
Expedia, Hotels.com, and Singapore Airlines. While this would appear to be a common practice in the mobile app industry, what makes it especially worrisome is that the app analysts discovered that Air Canada in particular was not properly masking its session replays when they were sent from the mobile device to the company's servers, meaning they're vulnerable to a man-in-the-middle attack and other similar inception interception techniques. Back in August of last year, Air Canada reported that its mobile app suffered a data breach exposing 20,000 user profile data and may include passport numbers and other sensitive identifying info. And in response to the investigation, Apple is now telling developers to either remove the code responsible or disclose it to users. According to the new report from TechCrunch, the the punishment for failing to do so could be as severe as having your offending app forcibly removed from the App Store. Apple confirmed that it's publica- to the publication that the App Store rule review guidelines prohibit this kind of activity without first gaining proper consent from the user. Quote, protecting user privacy is paramount in the Apple ecosystem. Our App Store review guidelines require that apps, that apps request explicit user consent and provide a clear visual indication when recording, logging, or other, otherwise making a re- record of user activity, Apple spokesperson tells TechCrunch. We have notified the developers that are in violation of these strict privacy terms and guidelines and will take immediate action if necessary. Now, also in Apple news, the Apple released iOS 12.1.4 this week to fix a major security flaw in FaceTime that allowed people to eavesdrop on iPhone users. The bug was originally reported to Apple by Michelle Thompson after her 14-year-old son, Grant, discovered that you could add yourself to a group FaceTime call and force recipients to answer immediately. The the Apple was initially slow to respond, but company has now credited the discovery to Grant Thompson of Catalina Foothills High School. Apple also tells The Verge that it's compensating the Thompson family for discovering the vulnerability and providing an additional gift to fund Grant Thompson's tuition. Apple has re- oh, yeah, Apple has, hasn't revealed exactly how much it's paying to the Thompson family, but alongside the compensation, Apple also revealed that the company has fixed another FaceTime security related security flaw in the iOS update. Quote, in addition to addressing the bug that was reported, our team conducted a thorough security audit of the FaceTime service and made additional updates to both FaceTime app and server to improve security, as says the Apple spokesperson on the statement to The Verge. This includes a previously unidentified vulnerability in the live photos feature of FaceTime to protect consumers who have not yet upgraded to the latest software version. We have updated our service to block the live photos feature of FaceTime for older versions of iOS and Mac OS. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, Apple don't play with that privacy shit, no. dude. Especially now. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, Facebook had their developers um, edition that was out there, which allowed them to basically kind of have all access. Like if you, it was kind of like Facebook beta, if, if, if what I, if how I read it was correct. Yeah. And um, it allowed them access to pretty much everything on their phone. And Apple was like, whoa, 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 no, you can't do that. You don't have access to all their phone. You're not supposed to have access to all their phone. And they basically told Facebook, you get rid of that or we're, we're going to remove everything, including Facebook, off of our store. <laughs> Apple, don't, <laughs> Apple don't give a fuck. Yeah. Listen, I, I overheard because you know how Apple's last um, earnings call wasn't all that great. Right. Um, they lost 
around the same amount of money that Facebook is worth. Yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, somebody out here flexing. <laughs> like, bitch, I throw away your company. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like, God damn. Um, so I'm going to read this one because I felt left out. You felt left out. You know? Yeah. Out of all the questions that come with two major film studios combining into one mega studio, Marvel fans seem to really only care about a couple of things with the upcoming Disney Fox purchase. One, when will the X-Men show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. <laughs> and two, will the Deadpool franchise continue to be R-rated? Well, according to Disney boss Bob Eager, or Iger, yeah, Iger. it's probably Iger, yeah. um, it appears we know the answer to question two. In today's <laughs> King parentheses, pretty boring, uh, <laughs> quarter one FY19 shareholders conference call, Iger was asked a question about the upcoming Disney-Fox merger, particularly how, or particularly which how it might okay uh, affect some of the latter's more adult orientated um, franchises such as the multitude of great FX series and of course Deadpool first Iger wanted to make sure that everyone knows that he feels that out of the entire current library of Fox titles there isn't anything from a standards perspective that goes against the Disney Disney brand as long as it's marketed correctly in other words don't expect it's always sunny in philadelphia to show up on disney plus <laughs> can you imagine that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? um however he did give an example that in that involves everyone's foul mouth superhero deadpool Iger said the disney that disney recognizes the fan interest aka massive amounts of box office money with the deadpool franchise and he says that the mouse house is going to continue in the business of r-rated deadpool Quote, we do believe there is room for the Fox properties to exist without significant Disney influence other than over the nature of the content, he explained of Deadpool and Fox's R-rated films, meaning that we see that there is certainly, pop, certainly popularity amongst Marvel fans for the R-rated Deadpool films. For instance, we're going to continue in that business, and there might be room for more of that. While it's not necessarily the clear-cut confirmation that Deadpool 3 is on the way on the way, and the R-rated humor and violence is guaranteed to show up. It's the first major confirmation from the top of the Disney food chain that the studio knows that the character works best in an R-rated space and will likely continue that way. With the, with the option of expanding that sort of Marvel R-rated output, albeit not marketed the same way that the regular Disney family-orientated projects currently are however this does go against the fx CEO, ceo's recent comments about why the deadpool animated series was canceled yeah but no one cares what the fx ceo said right <laughs> he, he, i don't even think he's the ceo anymore is he um the disney slash fox merger is still waiting for the last few approvals before becoming finalized at that point we'll probably learn a lot more about the upcoming Marvel film landscape. So, yeah, I mean, if there's one thing you can't call Disney is stupid, right? Like they, they know, know the that they're not going to, they're not going to ruin Deadpool. Yeah. You know, it's, but, and he made an excellent point. He said, we can make, he basically said, we can make any fucking movie we want. We can make porn if we want. It just needs to be <laughs> marketed properly, yeah. correctly. <laughs> like you can't say R rated Deadpool, bring the kids. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't do <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just that, you know, and you know, people always like, oh, they're going to fuck up Deadpool. It's like, look at all the other properties they have though. You know, it's like, and yeah. people can sit there and say like, well, yeah, but they fucked up Star Wars. It's like, they didn't fuck up Star Wars. I go, you guys fucked up Star Wars. You guys had this vision of the way Star Wars should be, and 
I, you know, I personally liked it. Did they did they kind of do a misstep with the uh, with the prequel series? Yeah, no one asked for Solo. It wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't memorable. But you know, Rogue One was cool because that was something we never talked about, we never learned about. So it's like take us into those areas. We don't need to see prequel movies. We don't see need to see a young, you know, Boba Fett or a young Han Solo. However, we do need an Obi Wan movie because we need to have Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan one more time. I mean, I was having this conversation at at work, and I and. I said, yeah, my friend uh, Steve says that no one asked for a Han Solo movie. And a few people agreed. A few people didn't care. Um, <laughs> and then someone said that. Someone said, but we do need a movie for this. And I'm like, see, but now we're playing favorites here. Like, why do we not need a movie for this guy? But we need a movie for this guy. But we don't need well, a movie. Like, this, I, and, I, and it was quiet for a second. And I go, the Star Wars landscape is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> and I just fucking stopped listening. Well, my, my thing is, is because there is a whole chasm of time that we don't know anything about Obi-Wan. There was a whole chasm of time we didn't know anything about Franz Solo. Yeah, but unless it's Harrison Ford. Oh, that's, the, that's the I'm, thing. I understand what you're yeah. saying. And I agree with you because I'm more interested in that character. But every argument for his movie can be made for Han Solo. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, it's kind of weird. Star Wars is a mess right now. (laughs) They, they're, they were trying to throw too much at the wall to see if it was in stick and most of it slid right the fuck off, (laughs) you know? And they, and I, I hope that they can get everything together after we stop watching Skywalker and friends, because I'm tired of that now. Like I like Star Wars. I do. I'm not a diehard in the mud kind of fan, but I like, I love Star Wars, but I'm getting tired of everything being about the Skywalker family. Yeah. And I think they're all dead now. So we can move on now. We can, that universe is huge. I'm curious to see, like, let's like talk I'm about curious to see what the new TV series they got going on. The, the, what's it called? The Mandalorian, Mandalorian, yeah. which is after the original series. So it takes place in that piece of time after the fall of the empire and before the rise of the first order. So it's like, that's cool. Cause we haven't seen that stuff. So let's see what goes right. from there. You know. And I would honestly love to see a Star Wars movie that isn't, or a Star Wars television show, rather, that isn't, there's a war, or just some horrible something is going on. Yeah. Like, show, I mean, you know, one of the coolest storylines was actually from the game, um, the online game. The like, show Republic. us that, or the Jedi Temple, yeah. like, someone going through training, you know, so, like, you can make that a kid's one real easily, oh, yeah. just a group, of, a group of people going through Jedi training and being silly and shit, I mean, as silly as you could be if you're a Padawan, <laughs> right. but, I mean, whatever. Um, Providing Anakin's it, not there, because you know how that's gonna end. <laughs> um, there's so much you can do with that, with that franchise, and we see, we see Star Trek starting to branch yeah. out, and, and I think that I don't give a fuck about someone copying someone else. I don't care. Everyone copy everyone. I want to see the Star Wars universe expand. Yeah. I not just about one single family. That story's wrapped up. Yeah. And if they if they try to pull more movies out of it, it's going to be weird, man. Except for this upcoming one because I think that's the final yeah, one. Yeah, I think this is it and then after that that's going to branch off into other stuff. Right. So right. So if you want to die like a pharaoh <laughs> a cryptocurrency exchange in Canada has lost control of at least 137 million of its customers' assets following the sudden death of its founder, who 
was the only person known to have access to the offline wallet that stored the digital coins. British Columbia-based uh, Quadriga CX was unable to access most or all of the other 53 million because it's tied up in disputes with third parties. The dramatic misstep was reported in a sworn affidavit that was obtained by Coindesk. The affidavit was filed Thursday by Jennifer Robinson, widow of the Quad, uh, Quadriga CX's sole director and officer, Jerry Cotton. Robinson testified that Cotton died of Crohn's disease in India in December at the age of 30, following standard security practices by many holders of cryptocurrency the company stored the vast majority of its cryptocurrency holdings in a cold wallet, meaning the digital wallet wasn't connected to the Internet. The measure is designed to prevent, prevent hacks and regularly drain hot wallets of millions of dollars. Thursday's court filing, however, demonstrated that cold wallets are by no means a surefire way to secure digital coin. Robertson testified that Cotton stored the cold wallet on an encrypted laptop that only he could decrypt. Based on the company's records, she said that the cold wallet stored 180 million in Canadian dollars. That's 137 million in U.S. monopoly money, all of which uh -huh. is currently inaccessible to the company and more than 100,000 customers. The mismanaged cold wallet is the only one in the uh, is only one of the problems besieging Quadriga CX. Differences with the at least three third-party partners have tied up most of or all of the additional 53 million in assets making matters worse many of its customers continue to make automatic transfers into the service following cotton's death on monday the site became inaccessible with little explanation except for the stat for this status update which was later taken down on thursday quadriga cx said that it would file for creditor protection as it worked to regain control of its assets. On Thursday, the site had 115,000 customers with outstanding balances. Now, here's one thing that was kind of interesting. Um, I was talking to Patrick yesterday about this, and he said, yeah, there's, he goes, there's some suspicion that he's not dead because that particular area that the, in India that uh, Cotton died in, he has, mm -hmm. has been known to uh, fake deaths. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially if he's controlling that kind of. Oh money. yeah, when you have that and you're the only one with the key to the key to the vault, it's like yeah, somebody's going to Vegas, right? <laughs> you know, I thought that. Yeah, I, it's, that's that's some funny shit though. But that's kind of what the problem is with this cryptocurrency exactly. shit. Exactly, it's not monitored by anybody. Yeah, and you have you have hot wallets that has been known to be hacked and you have companies that went downhill because they got hacked and all their money disappeared. It's like, it's like, yeah, cryptocurrency was the, the way of the future, but you have to have some safeguards in it. Right. <sighs> so I'm going to read this next one. I don't know why it was funny to me, but it was funny to me. <laughs> so Windows sevens, <laughs> Windows sevens, by the way, uh, free support period and ends on January 14th, 2020. It's quite the Valentine's Day. Oh, no, that's not Valentine's Day. I, I had a cool joke lined up. <laughs> oh, well. Microsoft is offering three years of support updates for the operating system on a paid basis with a new program called Extended Security Updates, or ESU. Unlike previous afterlife support options for Windows, which are offered as part of a separately negotiated support contracts, the Windows 7 ESU updates will be available to any volume licensed consumer 
uh, regardless of size or sales channel. So please keep in mind, volume licensed consumer. That means a business. So definitely, this is your cutoff date. Right. If, you, if you're still running Windows 7 at home, <laughs> which you shouldn't be. <laughs> Pricing for the support has now leaked to Mary Jo Foley for organizations already subscribing to Windows Enterprise. The, f- the first year of updates will cost an additional $25 per device. Jesus. This, this doubles to $50 for the second year and $100 for the third year. Organizations can't skip a year either. Previous years must be paid paid for to obtain the year the year two and year three support for companies sticking with windows seven pro instead of subscribing to windows enterprise the first year will cost fifty dollars per device and will double each subsequent subsequent (laughs) year to a hundred dollars and then two hundred dollars there's no minimum purchase for the esu subscription so companies can buy as few as they need it's not clear if there will be any volume discounts for large deployments still stuck with the legacy operating system microsoft will no doubt hope this pricing serves as an incentive for organizations to switch from using Windows Virtual Desktop for their Windows 7 systems. These cloud-hosted virtual machines will review, or I'm sorry, will receive the Windows 7 ESU updates at no extra cost beyond the basic license plus the cost of the virtual machine they run on. So here's the thing. Two things I want to say. Microsoft does not want to provide this, which is why they the pricing have to, is so basically. aggressive. They shouldn't have to. The second thing, Windows 7, after that came Windows 8, then came Windows 8.1, then came Windows 10. We're four fucking OSs ago. <laughs> like, get it together. I don't give a fuck. There is nothing, nothing in, um, in, com- in computing – that can't be sorted out in that amount of fucking time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, they go, oh, well, we have systems. Then fix them. Right. It, the writing's on the wall, dude. You, you need to move ahead. You know, and if, hey, Linux is there. Okay, it's there for you. And if, if, and if your IT department doesn't want it, doesn't want to do it, then, uh, I don't know, maybe say, okay, well, then you guys don't get any bonuses or anything until this shit's Fired. done. Fired and replace them with some fucking Linux admins. I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this. IT departments in any major company are notorious for being lazy because no one knows what they're doing. So they just keep the, the fucking wheels moving, which is not difficult. If you're not changing or updating anything, it ain't fucking rocket science. Right. It, if you know how to fix something, you're good. Nine times out of ten, they're not fixing anything. A lot of them just come in and they just chill. Have you ever watched that fucking show? Um, what was the name of the British oh, show? Oh, the IT crowd. The IT crowd. That's it. Yeah. That's an accurate depiction. <laughs> You're basically chilling all fucking day and fucking with people. Right. Like it, there's there's nothing big going on. Now it's different if you're implementing new systems and stuff like that, and they have the knowledge to do that as well. So it's important to have them on there, but. These companies need to get with the program. One of them is the one I work for and is one of the largest banks in the world. And we all use Windows 7. So it's like, can we stop being dumb? Now, the difference is, though, is we use Windows 7 on virtual machines. So I know that Microsoft said, okay, we'll have Windows 7, but on the virtual machine networks, it's easier to fuck with. I get it, you know, whatever. But, and honestly, too, 
slightly in the in the company's defense windows 10 is not designed for fucking business there's a lot of extra shit on there that you don't need yeah and windows 8 we could just not talk about because <laughs> that that isn't good for anything it wasn't so, even good for the windows products that it was built for exactly they need to have microsoft wants all businesses to be on servers now on virtual machine servers mm-hmm. but they not they need to have something they need to have an enterprise edition something that's cut back that's not all flashy you know or you can install linux yeah i'm just saying you know it's it's there for you <laughs> right. okay it's there for you <laughs> it allows shit to get done you know it's like hey you know that that's that's how it works you know your server's already running it right. so i'm you know <laughs> we're just letting you know it's so funny because um Someone at work was like, Linux is fucking trash. Linux Linux doesn't get anything done. It's a pain in the ass. That's why we use Windows. And I'm like, uh-huh, we use Windows virtual machines on a Linux server. Right. So Linux is just running the majority of everything <laughs> for you. Uh, Whatever. Like, yeah, I know. Come on, people. All right. And lastly, in the headlines, I don't know if it's too soon to call a film set in the 1990s a period piece, but... Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Captain Marvel's marketers are doing their damnedest to earn that label with the Comic Sans throwback website that recalls the days of Adobe Page Mill and HTML 1.0. It's fucking great. Uh, it's slam full of ultra-dated features from the crummy media, uh, real media player embedded. Okay, it's, Cree, it's a Cree player 1.0, uh, showing the official trailer at a killing 4.4, killing 310 by 175 pixels. Play the Cree or scroll uh, multimedia game, rainbow inter, uh, typeface, 3D text, clip art, backgrounds, GIFs that are animated in name only, and yes, a visit, visit counter round uh, out the dial-up motif. The site is either an homage to or a ripoff of Warner Brothers still existent Space Jam official webpage, uh, which is old enough to rent a car. You figure whoever sloshed this thing together knew that they'd be obligating Marvel.com to host it for the next quarter century. Space Jam, incidentally, is uh, getting a sequel courtesy of LeBron James and Ryan Coogler sometime soon. But Captain Marvel is more uh, eminent, releasing in theaters on March 8th. Or if you... uh, you can wait for it to show up on Prime Star. Uh, so officially, uh, it is at marvel.com slash Captain Marvel or AOL keyword Cree. <laughs> they have a guest book. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else concerned about Y2K? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. And then the, the my my favorite part is the old lady from the trailer that she knocks out right. periodically slides in from the different sides of the webpage. <laughs> and if you click on her, it punches her in the face. Nice. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. Punch her. <laughs> um this this first of all, I see the trailer playing in like quick time. Um the, the the greatest part about this is the amount of money they're saving oh, from hosting this website. I guarantee you, this is cheap <laughs> as shit to host. Uh, I can't believe they're running the fucking. It's great. It's, ah, this is just oh, you can click enhance and then it makes it full screen fucking modern. Yeah. That's 4K. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah. 
top secret. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, I can't do it, dude. I just can't. Uh, when I saw this come out, I sent it to Adam, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing I have ever seen." <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, and by the way, the links for all of these stories are in the show notes, so you can go ahead and of get course. them there and see this Captain Marvel in its '90s glory. Uh, so our main story this week, which like all of our other shows, we do usually have one, but this this is one, but there's a lot of subsections in it. It's things we missed, so we're, we're gonna kind of take do a quick take, maybe a little longer on some than others, of things that happened while we were gone. And uh, one of the things that I wanted was the fuck Black Panther nominated for Best Picture, like. I'm a comic book let's be, fan. Let's, let's be careful. But, let's be careful. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, I'm a comic book fan, but I'm like, um, really? Like, are here's, we paying here's lip the, service here? Because that's what right. I'm saying. He, here's the thing is that the movie was good, but it wasn't best picture good. It, that That's usually lent to like Lincoln, like something like that, like, like a big movie. Right. I just watched Lincoln. <laughs> that's why I came to um, mind, right? But... The the thing is, is it's a pandering move. It's because, oh, black people like it. <laughs> and I wish more people in the African-American community would call this out and be like, all right, you know, you'd be an assholes. What about this? Fl-? There's so many movies that come out that like, um, what was that one movie where it was about the mind? Well, the dude from Key and Peele did it. Uh they, they, it was like black people were being um, oh yeah yeah conditioned yeah. mentally yeah I know what you're talking about that movie sh- that's a best picture nomination right. like definitely I mean something like that or um there's just so many films yeah you know what I mean and and, and Black Panther's great but it's a comic book movie right. like it's whatever and and then you sit there and you're like okay now Black Panther's best picture so now let's compare Black Panther with all the rest of the Marvel movies it is not the best no. one. It's great. It's great I, love I love the, the movie. movie too, yeah. But the Ave- Avengers um Age of Ultron was better than that. Mm. You know, it <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, you know, I like Age of Ultron. <laughs> Infinity War sure was better than that. Everybody's fucking jerking off Infinity War. Um I still am. But <laughs> Captain the Captain America Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier? Yeah. The best Marvel yeah. movie? Come on now. That didn't get best picture, but Black Panther did it. It's pandering. Yeah. It's 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 not that and please understand I'm not going uh because there's it's about black people no it, it I, <laughs> it's disrespectful to black people that it that it's nominated it's it's one of those those things that if you sit and think about it you'll go what the fuck <laughs> you know right. because they're just they're just trying to throw a bone there's so many like I said there's so many films that come out that just get ignored by those awards so all the award shows are bullshit anyway yeah. But there's so many that get ignored that really speak to fucking Boys in the Hood deserves it more than fucking <laughs> Black Panther. Like they speak to something. Right. They're trying to they're trying to educate you about something. Black Panther is about Wakanda doesn't even exist. You know, so <laughs> so I don't I don't understand yeah. the sci-fi movie. I was kind of I was the same way. Like I was seen online of like these, you know geek sites and stuff like that trying to say like oh you know we sh- it should get best picture and i was like just because you liked it doesn't necessarily mean it should be and and that it sh- yeah. that it should be because it's like it doesn't it doesn't work that way and to uh you know it's like 
I'm pretty sure there are a lot of comic book fans that would say like, I'm not sure if it's really worth that. Is that the one you want to lead into? It was like, you know, and I mean, yeah, it did clear up a few Marvel, you know, a Marvel tropes that, you know, usually happens in these movies. But it's like, you know, just because it was a majority, an African-American cast does not mean that it should be recognized for that because it's kind of like, it, it, it kind of belittles anything else that actually would make an impact, uh, right. you know, that has a majority of an African-American cast. It's like, no, maybe we should get those instead of a big, huge Disney movie, you know, nominated. It's like, it's kind of like, um, it would be like Lord of the Rings being nominated for Best Picture. It's kind of like, really? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, I don't really see. I think Lord of the Rings was nominated. For I think Best it was Picture. one of them, but not all of them but it's just kind of like and even those where i'm just like really like it just doesn't make sense to me like those those movies aren't that kind of caliber and just because you wish that the the oscars had those kinds of pictures that's what people's choice awards are for yeah Yeah. which is the award show you should be watching anyway uh but um i don't know i just and i saw that and was just i just moved on like i was like (laughs) what okay (laughs) right yeah, you know, like whatever, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, one thing that also happened while we were away: the government shutdown for almost the entire time we were away. <laughs> it was the most expensive temper tantrum <laughs> ever. I know, right? <laughs> like it was, it was so fucking ridiculous. And now, and now, a lot of people are trying to say it was the Democrats' fault. I'm like it's both of their fucking faults. Like, yeah, Trump's asking for a stupid wall. No one with any common sense on both sides thinks that wall's a good idea. Yeah. And it really, the wall is, and I've said this before, and it sounds conspiracy theorist, but really, the, the Republican Party allows him to act like a fool because they're doing shit in Congress that is fucking everyone and nobody notices. Yeah. Like, they're ruining consumer rights when it comes to businesses. They're ruining environmental strides that we've made for 20 fucking years. They're ruining everything. Right. But no one sees it because they're like, oh, Trump's weird. Yeah. You know, like, no one's ever going to build the wall. It's never going to happen. I know. And I, they could pass it tomorrow. It still won't fucking happen. But the, you know, and it's funny, too, because you have all the, you know, you have the, the Republicans that are like, you know, like, no, we need the wall. It's going to, it's going to, uh, it's going to stop them. Here's my thing. If you remember back in the 90s, I know it's a long time for a lot of people, mm. but, you know, there were uh, arrests of foreign terror, of, of terrorists, foreign nationals that came in mm-hmm. here to, you know, do some bad shit for Y2K. Now, they drove over the border into this country from Canada. Uh-huh. I have not seen anything come over here from Mexico. And it's like, oh, so we got to do the southern border, but we're not going to do the northern border because those are people we like, but that's where actual terrorists come through. So it is a war against brown people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a fucking scapegoat. Yeah. It's, it's the, and I know this is going to piss everyone off. But the tactics that are being used, not the man, but the tactics that are being used are very reminiscent of the Nazi party, the political party. I'm not saying Trump is Hitler. I'm just saying this is exactly what the Nazi political party did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
exactly what the Nazi political party did where they said, look, these people, the Jews, are the problem. They're the reason why everything's being fucked up. And they did it well enough and long enough for enough people to go, you know what? You're fucking right. And not so they could actively destroy the Jews, but they looked the other way for long enough that everything was fucked before anyone started paying attention again. You know, so it's like, it's the same, it's on a smaller scale, obviously, because we're not destroying a, a fucking group of people, but it's still just as fucking shitty. Like, stop yeah. it. It makes no and, sense. You know, I, I've equated it to basically the reason they, he wants a wall is it because it's something physical that he can see because he's made buildings with, or he's, you know, he hasn't financed because people like to think, oh, he owns a lot of business. No, he sold his name out to buildings. That's how he yeah. made his money is to sell his name out to buildings that ha- is that he can have the Trump wall so he can point and say, see that? I made it. That has my name on it. I did yeah. that. <laughs> it's, and that's, that's all he wants. That's all the reason. It, that's all the reason. And one of the big things is that, you know, you always hear about them going, yeah, you know, so-and-so was killed by an Im- illegal immigrant in North Carolina or was killed in California. Was that, all right. Well, what about the 50 people that were killed in Las Vegas by some white nut with a gun from a, Oh, we don't. Yeah, we don't yeah talk exactly. About we don't talk about him. We don't talk about <laughs> we don't talk about any of the of the, the the thousands more people that were killed, you know. That doesn't fit the narrative exactly. that they're trying to put on t- television. Exactly. So we ignore exactly. it. Exactly. And so it's just like, yeah, the biggest fucking temper tantrum. I was like, "Oh my god, he's a fucking child." And even, you know, even on the news, he's like, "I'll take credit for it. I'll I'll I proudly take credit for the for the uh um for the shutdown. It's the Democrats' fault." It's like, right. like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you're a piece of shit. Oh, Stop. I'm just waiting for the end of next year <laughs> to see what they're putting on the buffet table. Yeah, I know, right? Which it probably would be equally as shitty. But if my man Biden, yeah, I need a moderate. I need a moderate to come in and talk some sense into to some people. That's what I yeah. need. You know, I'm, I'm getting tired of these extreme left and extreme right. It's not good on either side. No. Because you're not, you're, as a president, you're supposed to be speaking to everyone, yeah. you're, not just half Yeah, the people. you're not supposed to be speaking to just the coast. You need to speak to those what they call flyover states. You know, you need right. to speak to all of them. Um, so on to something a little bit lighter. A couple of movies we should talk about real quick. Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Once Upon a Deadpool. Yes. Uh... Aquaman was good. I was, I have to admit that I was, I love Momoa as Aquaman. He's just super chill. He just, he has the right kind of temperament for it. Amber Heard has Mira. She can, Mm. yeah. Sorry, I just got lost in that thought. Um, But, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but I liked it. I mean, it was, you know, it was, I was, I, I I would have to say that with Aquaman, there's al- there was always a level of concern because it's always curious to see how, you know, they do it because it is Aquaman after all. Yeah. Uh, but I thought they did they fleshed it out pretty pretty well. The sea battles were great. Um, I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. I um I really enjoyed it and and it was it was a surprisingly good movie to me. Um, because I'm very, um, 
I don't know when it when it comes <laughs> when it comes to Warner Brothers these days. I'm kind of like, hey, did you fuck one up <laughs> right, today? Right. You know, like I really want to know uh, if they're going to do a good job, and I, I really think they did. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, uh, Bumblebee. Super surprised with Bumblebee. Really like that movie too. Yeah. Um, now let's let's be honest. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld, very much a draw for me. I don't know what it is about her. She's so fucking adorable. Isn't she? Like, and she's a good actress too, you know, but it's like, yeah, yeah there's just something about her. You're just kind of like, and so it was like going, oh, Bumblebee prequel. It's like, ugh. And then I was like, oh, she's in it. Well, maybe I'll have to give it a chance, but I really, really liked this movie. Yeah, I did um, too. Uh, nerded out in the first like 10 minutes on Cybertruck. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first, the first bit is the oh, best. Oh, I, I, you're seeing, you're hearing, the sound wave, seeing sound wave and shock my wave. My favorite Decepticon. He's my favorite one. And hearing him in that wave. voice, in that 80s voice. <laughs> you know? I mean, when they, oh when they cut God. back to that scene where Prime was captured and you hear, um, you know, Ravage, attack. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's like. Oh, oh no, he, he goes, he goes, eject. Yeah. I was like, ah, what the fuck? I know, literally. It was just like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I was like, it's 2019. This motherfucker got a tape deck in his chest. This is the best thing of my life. It was just, like, nerding out so much in, like, the uh, in the beginning, you know, seeing that. And I hear that they're going to do a Cybertron movie. And which I was like, you got oh. the touch. and then, yeah, like the soundtrack was, was legit. Like his hardcore 80s soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. I need to listen to it. And dude. the great thing about this was that whole, you've got the touch. I was like, I laughed. And it was brief. They didn't overdo no, it. No, but it was, it was enough where everybody was quiet. Everybody like, you got to hear the song. And if you're a Transformers, the movie fan, you know, the song, <laughs> I I put I I put on Facebook that I love this movie just for the use of that song. Like this is the, right. like the perfect moment of using that song in there. <laughs> now we had uh, Steve said that he enjoyed the Bumblebee movie more than Aquaman. I did. I enjoyed the Aquaman movie more, but I think it's just because it pulls on different heartstrings for us. I I was way into DC, and he was way into the Transformers. So both movies are fucking amazing, though. And if you if you haven't seen either one stop fucking up <laughs> right. please um see these movies I, john cena Amazing. i gotta admit was actually was pretty entertaining even though he was and he wasn't really in the movie no that much. but my my favorite line of his was they're called decepticons isn't that like a red flag like yeah like, i love it like, and that's because we've all said yeah. that like how do you not know that's the bad <laughs> right. guy they're called fucking decepticons. decepticons and i love that line he just gets they're called decepticons isn't that a red flag? Those two, <laughs> those two um, main bad guys that came to Earth, the Decepticons, yeah. were really fucking cool. Like they they were slick with yeah. it. You know what I mean? And um, one was what was Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Which which you made know, sense because I was, was like going fun. that voice is like you could kind of feel it and you're like oh it's Angela Bassett that's why yeah <laughs> like like it's <laughs> like it's scary but it's also turning exactly. on Angela Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, Once Upon a Deadpool. Uh, Which was great. I, you know what? I actually kind of enjoyed this one better than the R-rated. And I, I because some people have said with... How <laughs> fucking... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> some people have said with the R-rated version, it wasn't quite as funny. And, and I kind of see that. It was a little darker. 
because I think I think with the R-rated version there was a lot more shock value in the humor. Yeah. Than there was just being jovial. You know, like like there was the PG-13 it was just fun. It was. And I think I think too and I said that and I said this to uh Steve before, you get a second pass with the editors. Right. You know, and and it's it's just it was so great because they could change all of Deadpool's fucking lines because he has a mask yeah, on exactly. the whole fucking time. Yeah, you know? and the, the addition of Fred um, Savage was great. Um, yeah. I love that whole exchange of like, yeah, I like Marvel movies. Well, this is a Marvel, movie. yeah, but it's by Fox. It's it was so funny like, that he's wearing a mask, but I can <laughs> see the deadpan <laughs> stare that he had. Like he was like, it's like this the, is a Marvel. It's movie. like the Beatles <laughs> produced by Nickelback. It's like. It's music, but it sucks. <laughs> You're just like, oh my god! <laughs> Don't disrespect the back. <laughs> it was, it was just funny. Um, then when they when that, they mentioned that Brad scene Pitt, was my favorite. And they scene. Mentioned, when they mentioned Brad Pitt, how did you get him? And it's like, how'd I got you? Oh, like <laughs> oh, you kidnapped him too. <laughs> no, that was my favorite scene, hands down. Just for that blank <laughs> pause. <laughs> Of just and then and then he doesn't even say a joke. He's, that's how you know he's pissed off. There's no joke. He's just like it is a Marvel movie. It's like I mean, it, you know. The other thing that was great was the whole um, uh, when he's talking about uh, oh when uh, Deadpool does the unnecessary uh, censor, where he's like, I really yeah. want to fight Matt Damon. You want to what? I want to beep Matt Damon. And then he just started <laughs> unnecessarily <great>. beeping. <laughs> and it's funny too because you do that and it just makes everything sound wrong. <laughs> right. But it does it gets past the sensors right. because it requires you <laughs> to extrapolate. Exactly. That. And the whole thing of uh where they show him trying to deal with the the death of, of his girl and he's that's two old people. I really loved you and up. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh jeez. <laughs> oh, but I, I actually found the PG thirteen version funnier than and more enjoyable than the R. It felt a little more uh cohesive. It kind of really kind of had a, a definite uh momentum. Uh but one thing that I had said, and I think I said it to Adam, but I'm pretty sure I said it to Patrick too, was that I felt that the third PG thirteen version was Fox's way of saying, or even the producer's way of saying, well, one, we can cash in on a, on a PG-13 version of it, but at the same time saying, look, Disney, it can, it can do good at a PG-13, you know, like, like almost a, a passive, like saying, look, it can work as a PG-13. And I think it works just the same. I'm, you know, and, uh, was this the last Deadpool movie made solely by Fox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Disney hasn't even got their hands on yeah, it. Yeah, it hasn't gotten their hands on it yet. And I think Kevin Feige said that because um, they were asking about X Men to him, and he goes, "Well, I can see us having news about it in like the next six months." So, there you go. so you know, that'll be nice. Um, You've got the touch. <laughs> that still was great. I love that. Uh, I pulled that song up. <laughs> A few people at work hadn't heard it, oh. and it was early in the morning before management came in. I was like, "You haven't heard? You've got the touch." <laughs> And they're like, no. And I'm like, I pulled it up. And they're like, I can't be in a bad mood. Right. I'm like, I told you, motherfucker, <laughs> this song will change. What they you. need to do in a movie, <laughs> what they need to do in a movie is just have Optimus Prime being badass with this song. And you, I literally, yeah. you will have every Transformer fan standing up and applauding. 
Like that's that moment itself would be best picture like, nomination there would be worthy. People in the audience weeping. Oh yeah, as they clap. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that important. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll skip over the next one and then just move into uh, another review of the Orville and Discover and Star Trek Discovery season two. Um, yes. Okay, let's. Star Trek is fucking destroying it right now. <laughs> I love it. It's. No hesitation. Yeah, like like <laughs> they really seem to learn a lot from season one. They they really started off with a cohesive story. Look, this is where we're going, and and it usually takes a Star Trek, any Star Trek, to really three seasons, yeah, to get its fucking footing. And this, the first season had some rocky points. I still enjoyed. Yeah, it. the first half really kind of made me question it, but once they got that halfway point, and then we started getting close on its way to like the mirror universe. Um, it really kind of had a, a definite flow and momentum. Uh, but I love Pike. Like, yeah. uh, there's a meme that was going around of a little girl going, I really like Pike. I hope nothing bad happens to him. And then they show the next picture is her reading <laughs> yeah. a book. And it's, she's like, oh. <laughs> all the, uh, I'll tell you what, because I follow um, the Star Trek Reddit and all the girls loving Pike. Oh, fuck yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that much right now. He is killing the game. He's slaying pussy. That was the dude from like, uh that was the dude from The Inhumans. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah, they're they're really liking him. He's fucking charming and shit, oh, yeah. I guess. But, but well, I mean, well, you can just um, you can see it the way he interacts with everybody, the way he He's one of those dudes that you you would be his friend, but when you see him talk to a chick, you, you fucking son of a yeah. bitch. Like, you, you would kind of be like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, but I like the whole Red Angel kind of thing. Um, yeah. that, and it's kind of interesting because I've been looking at it, and, and, you know, we can talk about this next week. But, you know, it's kind of like, well, have you noticed that they've been leading them to situations, like, that kind of need help, you know? And... Uh, uh, the the engineering officer that they picked up in episode one, and she had a sizable scene in, or a sizable part in in this last episode. Was she's great? I, I <laughs> she's just like you know, like when what was it? Uh, it's like you kept all these people alive. Yeah, I read, and it's like yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I know how to yeah, read. And, oh my god, I was dying when that. He's like. And it's just, it's so great because her scenes have been pretty short. Yeah, and it's funny too. Like, I can fix things with duct tape. Like I can fix that joke with duct tape. <laughs> you know? yeah, right. There was some. There was something too. Um, somebody said. Somebody said on Reddit. I'm on Reddit a lot. Um, <laughs> they go, "Thank God, there's duct tape in the future." <laughs> I'm like, "Why wouldn't they?" I know, right? <laughs> Shit works. It is like so. She's having a bad trip. Is what she's. Is what's happening. You know. It's like she's. She's kind of being us. You know, it's kind of like what, yeah. you know, what the Orville was, you know. It's kind of a, it's a more aggressive Riker. Yeah. Riker was that yeah. in Next Generation. They would say something super complicated, then he'd go, so a black hole. Right. <laughs> like, he would do that, you know. He would be the one who didn't understand techno babble. Right. Te- te- tech <laughs> tech babble. babble. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm really, I really like the way uh, this is going. Um, I really, oh, my God, this last episode was Saru. Oh, oh my God! It's great, dude. That whole thing with the Universal Translator was the <laughs> was greatest so shit ever. That scene must have took so much to <laughs> fucking shoot. Dude. But you like, like, I mean, it starts off so small when you're hearing 
uh, Pike and, and Michael going back and forth. And then all of a sudden she says something in Klingon. And then he responds, are you talking to me in Klingon? Like, and then all of a sudden they're like, what? And then they go out there and then everybody's speaking all these different languages. Like, and well, it's so funny cause I'm watching it. Right. But I was doing something. I was watching on one screen and the other screen cause I was on my computer and all, I look, I'm, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I had to rewind it. Cause at first I'm like, why is everyone speaking? A different language and then when i rewound i'm like oh no the universal translator is yeah. fucked up and even the screens are all going like different languages and stuff like yeah. that and then saru comes in and then it's then come, saru comes in and says the the great biblical reference right there welcome to the tower of babel <laughs> well it's so funny too because you 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 forget that most of the people in stat in, in a star trek bridge or anywhere in star trek are not speaking the same language. Yeah, it's the universal like translator. They're speaking something else and it's going through the universal translator. And they kind of played on that in the beginning of the episode with the dude who kind of looks like a fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, it, I guess the universal translator has a hard time with him because yeah. he, he, I forget what he said. He's but having a reason. cold sucks or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so fucking great, and, dude. Oh, man. Here, he, just seeing all that and seeing how the universal translator works was great. It was that scene just had me roll it was like a uh it kind of really solidified like that was something we never saw like we never saw it in any other track of like the universal translator going having a nutty right so that was that was awesome i love that bit um yeah and it was it, like i said though kudos to the fucking actors because every line spoken was a different yeah. language it was intense <laughs> and then saru came on and flex because he knows <laughs> 92 <laughs> fucking languages. am i the only one that learned another language <laughs> and everyone just was quiet like yeah <laughs> And then, but Saru had a total badass moment. Like, save the ship. Okay, now it's time for me to die. You're just and he grew big time as a character oh God, in this yeah. episode. And, and then just that enlightenment um, he had at the end after realizing, like, we've been my culture's been living a lie. And yeah. then you find out he he's like, you know, he's banned from going home because of General Order One, the Prime Directive people. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's it was just it was great to kind of see that, and then you're seeing Michael really kind of getting becoming more human, getting in touch with her emotions with other members of the crew like Saru and Tilly, and all of them, and you're kind of seeing her grow as like being comfortable with these people. Um, and then of course you had Georgiou coming in and flexing. <laughs> I need to know the ship she was. Oh, in, I know, and there is no information because <laughs> it's gen- it's it- section thirty two, dude. <laughs> I looked it up in Memory Alpha, and it literally says a strange ship. And I was like, you fucking bastards. That ship was so fucking cool. It was like a stealth Federation vessel. Of course. And I've never seen it before. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's been so long that I haven't seen a starship in Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where I'm, I'm looking at it going... What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like a Federation one. And I, I, I'm, I'm fucking combing the internet. Nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I need to know more. I need to know the top speed. I need to know. It, it's, it it's cool me. to have a track that really kind of excites you. Like I put on, I put yeah. on, a, on, a, on Twitter that, you know, I go, people still, some people are still bitching about it. You know, like, I'm not into it. I can't really get into it. They'll always, they'll always and, be, and listen, maybe it's not for yeah. them. I mean, th- that's not an issue. Yeah. And, and I, you know? you know, but they're like, I like a track, but I just really can't get into Discovery. It's like, well, then you're just looking at it wrong. Um, but oh. Discovery too, you have a lot of old hats yeah. that are used to the pacing. And what, they, what they're not separating is the, the, the things that bother them, especially when it comes to pacing or the shots, is just the 90s. Yeah. 
like the way the '90s shot television. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And now we're we we're more with the people running around with fucking cameras and yeah. shit, and everything's frantic. And I think it works, you know. But um, what was it? Uh, also, oh, we found out why you never saw Kirk using the holographic <laughs> communication. They cleaned that yeah. up, and yeah, they clean. You know, was quick about it, but it made yeah. sense. Where they pulled, they pulled. They, what was it? It was malfunctioning. Yeah, and he says. And Pike said, just pull it out. I don't fucking like it Right. Anyway. It's like, they look like, everybody looks like ghosts. <laughs> you're yeah. like, okay, fix. And you know this takes place so. after the cage. Like a year or two after the cage, because where it's set. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. So he's already had that that whole moment. So it's like, that's part of it. And then you had uh, the car- number one, which was an homage to uh, Marjorie Barrett's um, number but one. It was, it was kind of weird Number one is not a name. And he was kind of using it in that way. Number one is a British, like, fucking Well, rank. yeah, but the, but the thing is, is that, you know, Riker, I mean, Picard always called Riker number one, unless it was, like, an intimate moment. Like, you know, when he was, like, trying to break that, okay, I'm no longer your superior officer. He'd be like, Will, you know. Yeah, that's true. Know. I don't know. It, it, there were just some times when he said it, it kind of, it, it didn't sound right yeah. to me. But it, it's nothing. I'm not taking anything away from the episode. It was just kind of like what. Um, I I have to admit though, if I have to say anything bad, Tilly was boring me a little bit this episode. I I don't know why. I'm. But not her storyline, but just her. I think I'm getting tired of the I see dead people thing. Yeah. And it it looks like it's finishing itself up. And we've already found out what's going on and stuff like that. But it, in the beginning of the episode with the I'm going crazy, I see what I'm like, okay, can we move this along? <laughs> we obviously know it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, And that's just me being impatient. But <laughs> I was like, we know it's not his, her dead friend. Yeah. Like, can we can we explain it now, please? And they yeah. did. You know, but in the, in the beginning of the episode, I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, the flip um, side would be the Orville, which started off yes. really quiet this year. Uh, the first two episodes I didn't like. Dude. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, but, but they were they felt mid y kind of episodes, right? Like, filler episodes. Yeah. Um, then of course I think it kind of jolted back when you had them actually doing the whole first contact. You know that was yeah. actually really cool. And they're really focusing on the doctor lady. Yeah. This season, which I mean, that's fine. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. They they did a whole to, little uh, data being the boyfriend storyline. Yeah, which was a great yeah. episode. And and but I really want to the people like the dude who went from uh, comms to engineering. I want them to focus on him a little bit more. I like I like that oh, character. Yeah. They kind of brought him back where he's like when the uh, when uh, what's his name? What's the android's name? Can't remember his name. But he said that he had oh, a, he had a date with the doctor. And then they go running up to the bridge, <laughs> him and <laughs> him and uh, his and his buddy, which is basically you and me running up the <laughs> running up yeah. to the bridge. I'm like, he has a date with the doctor. <laughs> it was so great. That was my favorite part of the episode. As soon as they hear the recent fucking gossip, they run to go. <laughs> but tell they're everybody. running, but like trying to be like that inconspicuous they, run, you know? Like, <laughs> well, it's so funny too because they, it's like they looked at each other. And then instantly both knew what to right. do, and they booked <laughs> it. I was dying. Um, Isaac is the um, oh yeah, name. Isaac. and the per and the person who because Isaac's dating the doctor now, and they go into the hollow, they go into the 
holodeck. And um, I don't know what they call it in Orville. And uh, he makes himself look human. That's the real actor. That's the actor. Yeah, it's the real actor. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, cool. And then uh, Norm MacDonald got his own little his own little uh, cameo in there where he tries to, because he plays the voice of the uh, the glob character. And uh, when he goes and picks up her, um, he tries to pick her up at the bar after she breaks up with Isaac. He's actually, it's actually Norm MacDonald playing himself there. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. hilarious. That was funny. Nice to see Norm Macdonald getting some getting some screen <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. Um no, I I really I really liked it the first two episodes, you know, but um I like that it's kind of found its stride for the season. How do you feel about um, them getting uh getting rid of uh, the security officer? I didn't like that. I thought that was a bad idea. I don't know why they did yeah, it. Maybe she just didn't want to be on the show anymore. Yeah, I kind of thought that maybe she saw the role as being kind of limited. I did. I did kinda, really like how she left him a a jar of pickles. That yeah, was cool. I like that too, but it bugged me because we just got done with some episodes that were real character developing for yeah. her, and I I I felt like I fell in love with the character a little bit more. And it's not because she's cute. The new one's cute. You know, it's whatever. But it, it's I really liked the character. Yeah, me too. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But also, too, the replacement is so, like, <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, I guess. But it's just, like, it was weird. But the new the new chick is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Like, her, the first episode she was in, I kind of, I don't know. Her her line sounded a little weird. Like, she didn't fit. Yeah. But she's been doing pretty yeah, good. Yeah, and, and, you know, she sounds a little more matter-of-fact about shit. You know, she seems. Yeah, like, she don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, you know, which is kind of And the of fact cool. that she, you know, <laughs> she's punched her captain and stuff like that. She's just had a little more experience. They made her a bit of a G, yeah. you know, so you could be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which is okay. But, um, <laughs> right. Never, never, never problem having an OG on a fucking bridge. So. But, uh, yeah, I, I've been enjoying both shows. I need to find other shows, though, because these mm-hmm. are the only two shows I watch. So, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty much just watching spaceships fly around in space. That's all I ever watch. Um, but nothing else is really. Yeah. Although uh, this Doom Patrol coming out, oh right, yeah, got me thinking. And it's got the fucking um, the chick playing Crazy Jane is that hot chick from Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> She's so fucking hot, dude. Oh, man. The one that was like the little chubby yeah. chick. She cleans yeah. up nice. She was fine in that fucking <laughs> show, shit. Um, but yeah, uh, that show looks really interesting because it looks weird. And I've been wanting to watch Titans. I should just fucking order DC Universe so I can watch these right. shows. Um, but I digress because I'm sick and tired of paying for streaming. Services. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can just acquire them. I mean, yeah. we do what we can. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> we make the money stretch here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we stretch a dollar and we stretch stretch that bandwidth as exactly. well. You know. <laughs> um, Here's something. It's I have a little blurb here for, uh, for the story. Uh, it's no surprise that the Switch has been a huge success for Nintendo. In its earning reports, the company revealed that it sold over two, 32 million Switch units, which means it's getting close to dethroning the beloved and Nintendo 64. And it also sounds like Nintendo is also planning to change things up a bit this year. According to the Nikkei report, the company is developing a smaller and cheaper version of the Switch focused on portability and without some of the features of the original console. A rumor in o- October suggests the Nintendo was developing a new Switch 
and but instead of improving on the existing model, it's just likely that the company is looking for ways to streamline the system. Ars Technica speculates the console's plastic dock could be the first thing to go. Uh, it's available separately for 90 bucks, and there are cheaper ways to get your Switch to output onto the TV. It's relying on a USB-C connection, after all. Nintendo could conceivably move forward towards a small, smaller and cheaper screen and potentially even making the controller a part of the console instead of removable Joy-Cons. It also could, wouldn't be out of the character for Nintendo to break existing functionality with a console revamp. The 2DS was a cheaper spin on the 3DS and still very playable without the 3DS. But here's my problem is that they're... they're competing with themselves at this point if they do that too you know it's like what are we doing here (laughs) but but, um i mean hey whatever whatever (laughs) you know i mean it's it you know but it's common with these things you know with the consoles you get slims you know everything always gets i mean fuck the xbox one became the xbox one x you know so it's like you know it's this at this point it's like okay they're gonna do what everybody else does i wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of that dock though because i've heard some complaints about that dock you know not always working and scratching up the screen or something like that so i don't think they'll get rid of it but yeah oh yeah the dock is fucked up like they have um third party developers have created like these little slip-ons you can put on there before you put it in and it's just scratching up the screens. It, you have to put it in perfectly on the top, which is fine for an adult. Right. But you I know, mean, I could just I could just see a dock it. without the full. I like to me, it doesn't make sense of having that whole like contraption where you just slide it in. It's like you know, it's like you know, it, it, I can just see like what those old iPod docks used to be. You know, where it's just a connector through the USB connection, and then boom, right, you got it. Um, also Google's strategy around its consumer messaging service remains baffling, especially since it killed off, um, Allo, but yet kept Duo on life support. Today, the company clarified the, the timeline of the transition from classic Hangouts to chat and meet for its paying G Suite customers. For them, the Hangouts retirement party will start in October of this year. For consumers, the situation remains unclear, but Google says that there will be free versions of chat and meet that will become available, quote, following the transition of G Suite customers, end quote. As of now, there is no timeline, so all, so all we know, Hangouts will remain up and running into 2020 as for g suite users google says it will start bringing more features from hang- classic hangouts to chat between september between april and september those include integrations with gmail the ability to talk to external users improve video quality and making calls with google voice um google needs to get that shit together like they 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 have too many they're cleaning it up now right. but even now like they have google music which is good right. and then they have youtube music which sucks yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to replace it's so dumb and then people get mad at me like well why does youtube music suck it has something because i'm listening to the video right so there's times when like nothing's happening yeah. Uh, it's just really fucking weird, man, and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Google's whole ecosystem has been just a fucking tr- dumpster fire, and yep. you know, and people, you know, it's like we can say all we want about Apple and their shit, but at least when they come out with something, they they stick around with it for a while, you know. 
They, they try. try and 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 they <laughs> and they succeed for the most part. I mean, FaceTime finally became a thing. Uh, Apple Music, you know, they you know yeah. they have, which is a subscription service. But you know, I had it when I first got my. I heard it's pretty dope. I, when I first got my iPhone, um, and it came with like three months free. Like when it launched, it gave you like a month or three months, something like that free. And I listened to it for three months, and I actually kind of dug it. It's a little like Spotify. You know, yeah. and uh, but they have curated content that you know you have musicians that come in. Like they had a Dr. Dre channel where he came in and he played the shit that he liked and stuff like that, um, which was cool. But at that point, I was I was still on that firm. I ain't paying for music bullshit kind of thing. Yeah, fuck exactly. You. But yeah. now if and then we've all gotten yeah, over that. I know now. now it's everywhere. It's kind of like eh, well, you know, maybe commercial free isn't so bad. Um, all right, so. Uh, Normally we have our oh, what the actual fuck stories. Uh, this week we have two. Uh, one was just a really what the actual fuck. The other one is, you know, Microsoft's just keeping it real. So in the first one, this one I brought to Adam because we were, we were cracking up on this one. An Arizona lawmaker is calling for a tax on internet porn in order to fund President Tr- Donald Trump's proposed wall on the country's southern border. The Air- You'd fund it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> the Arizona Mirror reports introduced by Representative Gail Rifkin, a Republican nonetheless, and House Bill 2444, also known as the Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Prevention Act. <laughs> nice name. Argues in mm. favor of a $20 fee for anyone wishing to view adult online content. The legislation would force distributors of any device capable of accessing the internet to install software that blocks access to pornography. Only users who have paid the fee and proven themselves to be over 18 would be permitted to bypass the filter. Distributors of internet-connected devices such as computers, smartphones, would be granted right to add their own charges on top of the state's $20 fee. Any distributor who fails to uh, backdoor their devices with a porn blocking software would be guilty of a class one misdemeanor. Private citizens in the state uh, state's attorney general would even be allowed to sue any company that refuses to block websites found to con uh, to contain adult conflict uh, content conflict. Uh, the bill also calls for a creation of the John McCain Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Fund, which would collect all the money generated. The McCain Institute is not responded to numerous media requests to comment on whether the McCain family supports the initiative. Aside from aiding the border wall, the legislation also calls for distributing funds to other areas, including mental health services, temporary housing, and assistance for school districts and law enforcement. The Arizona Mirror states that the bill, quote, appears to be connected to a prominent anti-gay activist who has famously known for attempting to marry his computer in protest over gay marriage, end quote. That individual, Chris Seaver, runs a website with the same name as the Arizona bill that advocates for such legislation. Seaver has reportedly helped convince lawmakers in at least 18 states to introduce anti-porn bills. Arizona, however, will be the first to reference the U.S.-Mexico border wall. None of the bills have been, success- have been successfully be- in becoming law. It's not gonna oh, happen. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you. <laughs> what what are the like when I mentioned it to Adam, Adam and I of course went off on our own little tidbits there. Cause I was like, it's not nobody's gonna pay for that. You know, nobody's gonna want that twenty dollars on top. And it's like it's like anytime you wanted to access, there's what was right. it? There was I think it's New Jersey or I can't remember, but one state wanted to do a twenty dollar one time fee. And it's like 
it's like a one-time fee you might be able to get through but nobody's going to want to pay extra for porn um no one pays for porn right now. exactly porn hub thank you um but one of the things that i thought was interesting was like adam was like nobody's going to pay for that i go but if you said this is for education like oh yeah well you can watch porn a little bit goes to help the schools everybody beyond that it's like dad he's watching porn mom dad's watching porn again i'm doing it for your future kid <laughs> <laughs> this is for your credit for credit this is well, for your education <laughs> i'm doing it because it's my civic duty not because that's right i don't my civic duty to watch this booty <laughs> motherfucker okay <laughs> <laughs> this one's for the children oh Oh. oh shit <laughs> that's fucking great <laughs> i love every moment <laughs> oh man all right and lastly microsoft is just <laughs> we are the world <laughs> oh, i'm sorry skeet skeet <laughs> skeet 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 uh and Pornhub's a weird place now anyway i don't even like going there <laughs> you just feel kind of weird be, right <laughs> It's it's like fucking incest porn everywhere, and it's just gross. <laughs> oh man, that's true. It gets a little weird sometimes, where you're just like, oh. And then it's like, you know, you think about it like if your kid stumbles onto it, then you have to have that talk. It's like, how do you how do you right. have that talk about that? Well, you know, what? it's like you know, you what? know what? Not even I... for adults is that always good for. <laughs> I know. You know what porn I can't get into mm. too, and maybe it's because I just love women too much. But the punishment oh, yeah. porn, like where they're spitting on a chick. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, she's being so nice to you right now. Why are you being so mean? <laughs> Don't be so mean. Like, hey, you can fuck me. Oh, okay. I'm going to slap the shit out of you and spit in your face. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> How did this, where did this come from? Oh, man. And lastly tonight, Microsoft keeping it real. Microsoft mm. killed off the Internet Explorer brand nearly four years ago, choosing Edge as its modern browser for Windows 10. Big mistake. Internet Explorer lived on, its, on as plumbing for Windows and for businesses compat, business compatibility, but Microsoft isn't supporting it with the new web standards, its legacy code. Chris Jackson, a cybersecurity expert in Microsoft's window division, has now outlined what he calls the, quote, perils of using Internet Explorer as your default browser, end quote. While most consumers are likely using Chrome, Edge, or Firefox, a number of businesses still rely on Internet Explorer for older web apps and hasn't been modernized. Microsoft has tried many different ways to push businesses to improve their old web apps, older web apps, but IT admins have naturally taken the easy route of using Internet Explorer and its various compatibility modes over the years. In Windows 10, Internet Explorer 11 uses enterprise mode, so the IT admins have to add the websites they use uh, they want to use older versions of web standards with. Quote, Internet Explorer is no longer a browser anyone should rely on. <laughs> Internet Explorer is a compatibil compatibility solution, Jackson, warns Jackson, rather than a browser that business should be using day-to-day -day with all web browsing activity. Quote, we're not supporting new web standards for it, and while many sites work fine, developers by and large aren't testing for Internet Explorer these days. These testings on modern, they are testing on modern browsers. 
Jackson warning is an appropriate one, but Microsoft Edge's solution, um, Edge's solution hasn't been good enough. Microsoft delivered its Edge browser by coupling it with Windows 10 nearly four years ago, but the software giant hasn't delivered on a compelling experience for consumers or businesses. Edge was not available on Windows 7 or 8, further complicating things it, for, admin, for IT admins. Microsoft is now building a Chromium-powered version of its Edge browser that will be available for testing in the coming weeks. It's built, being decoupled with, from Windows 10, and businesses will be able to install Edge on Windows 7 or Windows 8. The, that should help push businesses to move on from Internet Explorer, but it'll take years for legacy web apps to truly disappear. My favorite of this, they just kept yeah, my favorite is Internet Explorer is no longer a browser anyone should rely on. The, the appropriate quote should be Internet Explorer was never a browser anyone should rely on. <laughs> <laughs> Internet Explorer used to run the world. Let's keep it real. Way, like, way back. In, when it killed, when it killed, uh, yeah, only after it killed uh, Netscape. Well, Netscape didn't die. It turned into Firefox. Well, yeah, but Microsoft did everything it could to prevent netscape from being used like because they should have called firefox they should have called it the phoenix because it rose from the ashes (laughs) i wanted to i kept wanting to say netflix but i'm like that's not it that's not it that's not it there's a series that i wanted to download it's called uh valley of the boom and it's basically a uh, series that was talking about the uh all these old tech companies that were trying to capitalize and just failed and died with uh uh, failed and died, you know, after the tech bubble. Right. But they had some old shit on there. I have to, I have to send you the trailer for it. You might like, you probably would dig it. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's sad too, because like, yeah, Internet Explorer ran the world back in the day. And then it just never, it just never caught up with, you know, even Firefox or Netscape and, you know. The, I think that the thing that really did it in was add-ons. Yeah. Once Firefox started implementing add-ons and then Chrome followed suit, they, it, it, the writing was on yeah. the wall. And they tried to put some in, but they're like, no one wants to develop for you because they're already invested in other places. It was the same thing that happened to Windows Phone. Oh, right, yeah. Is everybody was already invested in the other two, and you came out. And the Windows Phone was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. I had it for a bit, but it had no fucking development. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, well whatever whatever but it's funny too because when you think about like they're going with a chromium powered version of edge the thing no so basically they they, (laughs) windows gonna come with chrome it's gonna come with chrome with just like an they're gonna have an edge branding logo on it the big thing is is the one thing they didn't learn with you know with uh internet explorer that they fucked up with edge is well one edge was in beta for how long um they kept promising add-ons, ad blockers, and all that shit, but nothing ever worked, or nothing ever, you know, you know, they 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 never delivered on any of their promises for for Edge, and it was kind of right. like, okay, you know, like how, you're not giving anybody a reason to to try that shit, but like Adam and I have always said, when you got a new computer, you always used Internet Explorer to download another browser. Sometimes I didn't even do that. Sometimes I had it on a back. I'd have it on the USB I was installing. From. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I would. I wasn't playing games. Bro. <laughs> well, when I've I know um, when I've done um, when I've done uh, clean installs, 
I have, yeah, flat, I have on the cloud, I would always have like the, or not the cloud, but yeah, I would have flash drives that would have like in, uh, either Chrome or Firefox, which I would usually push onto my computer and then install one of them. And then when the one pisses me off, I install the other one because <laughs> right. that's how it works. <laughs> oh, man. And then you had Opera when they were both pissing yeah. Oh, off. God, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Opera. God, I haven't used that in a while. Opera was clean, but it doesn't work with the, all the stuff. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it. That's what makes it harder. But like, I had Chrome for last, almost the last year, but I've moved back to Firefox because it was getting a little, a little much. I've had Firefox for like seven months. No, almost a year now. So I was using it on Windows, and then when I switched to Linux, it's default in pretty much every Linux distribution. Mm. So I'm like, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix <laughs> right. it. Right. All right. Well, after two hours, uh, that that is our episode for yeah, this week. Two hours and eight yeah. minutes. That is our episode for this week. So thanks for joining us, guys. If you want to help us out, there's two ways you can. One, you can leave us a review wherever you get the show. Uh, recommend the show to friends. That helps us out. Especially leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out immensely. Gets more people to um, to see the show. Ranks us a little bit higher. Or two, if you really want to help us out, you can donate. You can head over to thelazygeeks.com and click the donate button and uh, give us a few shekels to help keep this show going. Even though you know Amador helped us out, uh, you know. That- yeah, big ups to Amador. Um, I have to be completely honest. I was, I was, I, I didn't like it at first. <laughs> <laughs> I was being, I was being prideful, <laughs> you know. But um, big ups to Amador for really kickstarting everything back in gear. And we're, we're definitely coming um, full force with this podcast, and it's, it's good to be in the seat as if we're. Um, yet again yeah. so so yeah you can just go over there give it um kick it out a little bit next week i'm going to i have to run this by adam but i've been thinking of a pay of no. a patreon-ish way <laughs> to uh to award people that uh donates of certain dollar amounts and uh what nudes well yeah i mean that's just this is the only patreons i've ever seen are chicks <laughs> who take pictures of themselves for for research <laughs> science um. science really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay them. I'm just saying. I was tempted the other day, though, but that's a different situation. Um, yeah, we'll discuss that later. But uh, I don't see why not. I don't really care. We have to fit. We have to figure out what would be the fucking. Right. You know, you just have a little fucking Skype chat. Hey, how's it going? I'm not wearing anything what below wearing? the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> how many layers I would be so fucking inappropriate <laughs> can i have can i have my money back you're, no you remember can't. when you're watching like and how many layers you wearing <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh yeah what, what the we telegraph oh, yeah we were talking about the telegraph because i was watching lincoln which sadly i had missed and i saw that it was on netflix i'm like i have to watch the movie by the way excellent movie if you haven't seen it anything but daily day lewis just go watch oh, yeah. it um he's lincoln now to me <laughs> Yeah, and um, we, I was saying, wow, the Telegraph really, this movie shows how the Telegraph was really revolutionary, because as they were voting on um, freeing the slaves being an amendment, they were tell, they were using the Telegraph to tell everyone, like, because the war was going on and shit, and uh, I was like, this is fucking super dope, and we're saying, we're saying that you could hit up chicks, like, is she thick, though, or fucking <laughs> <That's> ASL, ASL. <laughs> 
And then it was because it's the 1800s. <laughs> Steve was like, how many layers are you wearing? I was dying, dude. That won the internet for me. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I know. When I thought about that, I thought, oh, yeah, because you have, like, the coat, the petticoat, the, all that stuff underneath. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, how many layers are you wearing? <laughs> all of them. Uh, anyway, so follow us on Facebook. Come on now. Facebook.com at, or Facebook, <laughs> Jesus. Facebook.com slash the lazy geeks. Twitter and Instagram, of course, same for both at the lazy geeks. And you can send any feedback, comments, suggestions for the episodes, because we'll talk about whatever, as long as it's interesting. Um, or conspiracy theories, definitely want to bring some of those yeah. up again. Send that to the geeks at thelazygeeks.com. All right. If you want more content from us, just head over to the blog, thelazygeeks.com. So thanks for checking us out. So until next time, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all. Mm-hmm.